hey, hey there, you should just be imagining a flying saucer. I'm just being lowered down. I'm being lowered from the flying saucer in one of those spotlights that they use to, you know, usually abduct people, but they're not abducting me. They're putting me, putting me back because they don't, they don't, they don't want it. They don't want to deal with my bullshit, my bullshit fucking around up in their flying saucer. I, I, I would be like, Hey, uh, I mean, I don't know. What would I do with space aliens? I'd be like, hey, I want some of this technology. We can, let's, let's start with this spotlight technology, and I'll call it Steve's spotlight on someone else. The the levitation spotlight technology um, is, yeah, yeah. Your spotlights can levitate people, but my spotlight, Steve's spotlight, brings brings people up. <laughs> In a different sense, it brings them up, makes them but you know, you know what am, I, what am I saying? You know what I mean? You know the metaphor there, guys and gals and friends and enemies. Let's see what else uh, I was going to talk about with the spotlight and aliens. Okay, so I think I would want some of their technology. I mean, the main thing with the aliens is their technology exchange. I would all, I would be very much interested in how they traveled to our planet uh, because you know it, it is great distances they would have to travel if you ever kind of look into that. Um, so they've, they, they, in order to, to, you know, travel those distances, they would have to have either, you know, come from like, uh, you know, maybe they're inside Jupiter or something, uh, but, or they, they, meaning they'd have to come from a closer place or they, they have to, uh, you know, they've traveled very far and they would have to be breaking the laws of physics as we know them, the laws of physics as we currently know them. So, you know, maybe there's, there's always possible more more to the story that we don't know with regards to physics i mean i think i think any any physicist is always kind of looking for that we're always looking for that what's 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 is there anything more to this story uh but you know presently we in our current understanding of the physical universe there's no way to travel to and from a distant star in any uh, uh good method with you, you know bringing your entire physical body there um that other suggestion where they could have lived in jupiter or something i mean that's kind of like they 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 would have to be perhaps hiding somehow. I don't know. There's a lot of space. You know, I don't know if they have like a blimp hanging out that's in a in a cloud. You know that uh, that those impenetrable clouds on Jupiter and they're kind of hanging out on a lower level somehow. You know, like on a blimp. <laughs> like I think you know you know that's a possibility. That's I don't. I mean, we have no evidence of that. There's uh, we we aren't looking for that. Uh, you know, I don't even know if we would have detected that if we if we tried. Would we have detected that? I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, that's what I'm saying. There's, there would be a reason why we haven't detected that, you know? Um, just got to keep our mind open. I don't know. Do we got to keep our minds open? Who fucking cares? Sometimes we got to listen to the, we got to, you know, we got to be careful about where we're getting our information. Steve's Spotlight podcast is a improv podcast not a hey here's a lot of true information about physics podcast that would be cool hey you know what um uh you know when it comes to physics something i always like uh, that i'm always interested in is that the expansion of space is intrinsic like a lot of people mistake that to mean something else but if you understand that concept and you can you can send me you can tell me about what you think about that. But uh, yeah, just let me know if you know what that means. Hey, Dee is here. Hi, uh, how are Hi, you? Uh, I, oh, I'm doing great. 
Yep. Thought I would. I thought I would uh, take a second to to show up. You know, you always do such good like talking work. <laughs> but I want to be I rude, was. so I came in earlier than I I, I would. Oh. No. <laughs> anyway. Hey. Yeah. All good. I yeah. When I'm ready for you to come in at every time, because yeah. you know, uh, I uh, oh man, I don't know if I want to get into what I was talking about. It's a definitely a oh. Rab- it's a rabbit hole? It's not that big a deal. I was talking about physics and space. Ooh, uh, yeah, going to sidestep that one. You uh, are? Oh. Yeah, because I, I, well, um, uh, you know, I did okay in science. I did okay. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh, discussing it at length in my spare time, not usually on the agenda. Oh. Not to say it isn't a valid uh, 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 topic of discussion. I just don't have the uh, uh, knowledge or understanding to be a really active oh. participant. So, oh. <laughs> so it's, or, or I guess it depends on the topic because, you know, physics can go any which way. What were you? Yeah. Uh, oh, I was talking about just like, more like cosmology, I think, actually. Cosmology. I was talking about, you know, the expansion of space. Okay. <laughs> See, okay, you know, this is this is this is the thing. This is the thing that I think people it's it's a common misconception. I think is that you know space, the way that it expands, is that there's just more of it everywhere. Like there's more space between everything all of the time as time progresses. That's how it expands. So there's more space everywhere. You know, that's like I don't know. People don't get that. Okay. Oh no! Oh man! <laughs> it's I true. Don't I don't. I don't know enough about that topic to. No, okay. I respect science. You know, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to play like I'm some like armchair PhD. <laughs> it's like I was just happy to get a good grade in chemistry class in high school. So. Oh man, chemistry! I did not do so good. I I I, I don't know why I wasn't. I yeah. Sometimes it depends on the teacher you have. I had like a yeah. really, I had a brand new teacher and I did really well in regards to ooh, like my, how my project or like my reports were, yeah. you know, I rock Microsoft Word and, you know, reports and stuff. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I did well there. And I think that compensated for my like outstandingness in the sciences. Yeah. I was just kind of like getting by, you know? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> same with math. Well, math was tougher. Science. I did. Okay. Math was yeah. like, ooh, no offense. It's, so cr- again. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazier to me. Cause ma- like math, like the, the math and the science, I kind of, I, like, I, I, I remember getting it at the time, like, but like, I don't know. I, it just seems like a whole bunch of ar- more arbitrary stuff than actual, than, than mathematics to me. I think, I don't know why, but mathematics seems like, uh, I don't know, based on things that I understand, whereas physics is like, oh, it's this way because it's this way. Avogadro's mm. number is this way because. And I, I don't, I'm like, okay, like, I don't know. <laughs> there so you might feel be like math that. is more concrete and like yeah. factual yeah. as opposed to science, which can kind of ebb and flow based on discovery and research. The, y- yeah. <laughs> well, you talk about this concept of like hard sciences and soft sciences and math is the yeah. the the, the hardest one mm-hmm. i suppose right because it's it's the, okay it's, it's yeah <laughs> well i just i'm remembering back to your i could tell you were not a, a super into astrology uh, during a recent jam oh. and i'm like oh you're not even into science <laughs> like woo woo stuff like astrology 
<laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, I mean, I. It is Lulu. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's you know, like that and like the enneagrams. They're great, like kind of descriptions, like in their mm-hmm. language and their analysis. But I think. I mean, I would say we do have a bias to kind of read into that and and accept it as it's a description of us, especially if it's mm. kind of written certain ways. Like, it's just true. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I don't believe in, like, daily horoscopes. I think that's ridiculous to prescribe that a certain population, partial part, part of the population is going to have a day because there's just too many contextual factors into the day. Yeah. Uh, but I, my, my thing with astrology is that it's like a, it's like a consultation. You know, it's just one of the many consultations I take into account, whether it's that, the weather, right, Uh, uh, Myers-Briggs tests, Um, how Hmm. does someone return the shopping cart to the the cart return or do they? Oh, yeah. I I, I consult everything. So, like, you know, it's just one of the things I consult where, like, I read it. Absolutely. I read that stuff and I absolutely do take some stock into it. But I also feel sometimes that, like, if you take stock into it, it'll give it back to you in return. And if you don't take stock into it, you won't get shit out of it. So it's like, you know, it's one of those where, you know, nothing's in stone, right? But I, I, I like to have both firm facts and a little bit of magic in the day. A little bit of both. I do. So. Every time I put the card away, I'm thinking, I think, I don't know where I read it, but it's like, this is the mark of humanity. And if, if you yes. can't, there's no, there's no reward for this, but it's just making life easier for other people. And just exactly. like, you know, and it's not like, in a sense of like, I don't like following arbitrary rules or anything like that, but it just is more, con- it's clearly more convenient mm. for everybody else if I just do that. Exactly. Well, I just, yeah, it's part of, you know, it takes a village, you know, it takes all of yeah. us coming together on this task. Oh yeah. Follow, like, part of me wishes that on a first date, I could run that test. Just to see. The shopping cart? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Do you know how much time that would save? Mm. <laughs> if the person didn't return it. But I think I'm good. I think, I think. Almost every person I've dated would return the cart. Hmm. Almost. I think, but not all, but almost. I. <laughs> I think most most people I've dated for an extended period of time, I would agree. Uh, like, they're pretty yeah. courteous, courteous people. Hey, wait. So, can you guess what what um uh whatever I am the astrology? Oh God! See, well, that's the thing. I don't read all twelve of them. I don't have that kind uh, of time. Uh, I'll research well, if I'm like into you. Oh. <laughs> and no offense, Steve, you're a lovely human, but I just don't uh, feel that way about you. Oh. I know. I know. I wanted to call Look, you before prom. You I'm know? gonna be humble <laughs> about it and self-effacing. I mean, you're a great guy, right? Like kind. any girl would be lucky to have you. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be sympathetic about it. These aren't good hints. Oh, I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, sure. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, it's more than just, I'm also woo-woo in that, like, well, you can tell me your sign, but like, unless I know you're rising and your like moon sign oh, and I like, read all that, I, I don't, it's okay. I don't get it. like that. I'm a Pisces. Everyone's like, really? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm super sensitive. I'm like, but my rising sign's Leo, which is very like water. Oh hey, we're both water. Flare. We're yeah, both water signs. What does that water. mean? Uh just you know, we like water. We drink <laughs> water. Um, yeah, I, uh, we are actually seventy five percent water humans, yeah, but us water true. signs, we're eighty. I'm so, drinking water know, right now. <laughs> 
I am also drinking water. It's my favorite drink. It is my favorite yeah. drink too. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I drink is water, basically. I definitely drink alcohol, but I also drink oh, yeah. lots of water. Cold, cold water. It's like I love it. So, are we uh, even on an improv podcast? We're talking astrology. Yeah. We're talking we, our beverages. We get into. You want to get into improv? Here we go. Hey, we sure can. you. Yeah. You are. You are. I'd. I'd imagine. I. I wanted to talk about some. Uh, some reading stuff though which is related to improv because i know i'm sure as a cybrarian which is a librarian and the word cyber combined because a cybrarian <laughs> is a librarian that uses a computer in their work so as a librarian thank you yeah yeah you oh this is cool this is just a neat I, idea the, in in the, in the 1800s there was mm-hmm. something called apas which stands for amateur press associations and what Ooh. they would do is they would send one, like a person would send a single page into, uh, into a central, like man collecting all these things. And then that person would take that single page and duplicate it and put and make a whole book out of all the pages that they were sent and then send that book back out to all those people who sent in a page. So you'd have a book of all these pages that people sent in and it would include your page. What? Well, let me ask you: Was the uh, was the goal uh, several individual stories or one entire narrative? Oh, so you don't know? It's like you don't know what other people are writing. But I think okay, it, I but think they, like the way they're yeah. assembled, though, like does it tell one story or it's just a bunch of pages people submitted? Yeah, yeah, it's the latter. Okay, gotcha. Just making yeah. sure. Yeah. And if they actually I think, figured out how to do that, I'm like, that's impressive if they did. But okay, okay, I, gotcha. Oh, I, I think I was trying to figure out about like, you know, correspondence, literature and kind of stuff like that was mm-hmm. kind of what I was also wondering about. Because I know, I know, you know, people, famous authors have, you know, written a book with another author. And I'm sure there's some degree of that, right, where they're kind of yeah, like you take these next few pages or whatever. Um, but yeah, th- I don't know. I just thought that was I a guess cool it would depend way to on their that. writing style, right? Like, is one person the main writer and then the person follows up with edits? Do they take a page here, page there, chapter here, chapter there? Uh, I, I would be curious to see the different ways that manifests. Oh, yeah. I think prob- mm-hmm. probably, probably people do it to different degrees. And in fact, like, the designation mm-hmm. of, of editor is probably loose in some cases. Yeah. You know, depending on what they're doing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think it's neat that there there is a bunch of amateur people communicating to each other in such a way at that time period, because that, that just reminds me of like, like an internet forum sort of style of like, it's just anyone writing whatever they want, you know, and then like, people when can read was it and you can this? follow up. When was this? Um, in the 1800s. <gasps> oh, oh, so, oh, did they, oh, they like snail mailed them in? Is that what oh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Is that, Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't aware it was that far back that that was happening. Yeah. Oh, the the national the national one came along in 1876, but there were ones preceding that in different regions. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. What, can I ask why you brought this up? Like, are, 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 is it like think, you yeah. like the the, the the? Oh, go ahead. I think it's neat. <laughs> I think um. <laughs> Cool. Okay. I did a, it's like, also like a, 
Okay. It's a predecessor to zines, which I think is cool, too. Ooh, that is cool. Um, I, I had no clue about this uh, phenomenon happening, so thank you for bringing my attention to it. Yeah. yeah, you made it sound like I might have known about it. Like, oh, I have no idea. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I'm surprised yeah. I hadn't heard of this thing either, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't know, because I, I think, like, the – I don't know – because um, I was also reading about like message board, like you know, our bulletin boards, which is where the internet sort of kind of first started. Um, yes. And um, just older than me, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I don't know that sort of that form of communication that they're doing on those. If you read any of it, it's sort of like modern stuff where they're kind of you know, it's the same type of communication that emerges from like those sort of message boards and the internet. And I was just kind of wondering, you know if that sort of communication has any precedences where it's just people like amateur people all communicating to each other in some sort of forum like that, like, a, like these APAs are almost like bulletin boards in a way, cause you're reading which other people are posting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask this with the 1800s campaign, was it announced like in a, in a big way, like, Hey, everybody send in a page of writing. Like, is that, was that a thing? Was it like an actual campaign or like, was, were people given a topic? Or was it just like people willy nilly? Like, I'm not, how did the 1800s yeah. ones kind of happen? Uh, I mean, I'm not, I didn't, I, I haven't looked at, a, at an actual one. So part of also what I was wondering, like, I mean, you're a librarian, like you'd probably be able mm-hmm. to find an actual one. That's what I would like to look through. So I, ha- I didn't do that. But this Wikipedia article isn't clear on that either. Oh, so you want to read this? You want to, you want to. Oh, yeah. You want. Okay. Oh, are we having a reference interview? Okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what this is called. That's when you come up to me and go, hey, I'm oh. looking for this thing. And I go, well, what is the thing? Uh, <laughs> like, give me details of what you know or what you were looking for. And then together, or, you know, I take that information and try to find what it is you're looking for. Oh, yeah. So. But I'd imagine you'd be able to, like, uh, you'd be able to find oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Special, yeah, something like that. That's that's super nerdy and interesting. I'm certain if I don't find it, I know somebody who knows about it. So that's kind that's of the, beauty, the beautiful thing about being a librarian. It's like uh, a lot of you have access to a lot of humans with a lot of interesting knowledge fields because a lot of librarians hmm. come to it later in life after having like a career before in another yeah. field or yeah, it's fat. The, the kinds of people working in libraries are amazing. I always I'm think so it's glad thinking, I'm in here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Don't you think it's, it's interesting what librarians were doing before computers too? Because it, it was a network of human beings with their expertise that I guess mm-hmm. for an average person, a librarian was the their link in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, librarians have been around forever. Um, uh, you know, because uh, public libraries are kind of more of a more recent uh, thing in regard, like, with how many we have and you know like a long time ago like libraries or things that like only really rich people had you know a or, library oh they're in their house for sure yeah a personal sure. collection oh. <laughs> like that was a big time important thing at one point uh you know and then with you know the printing press affected a lot of that as well you know and then mm-hmm. also the fire in alexandria affected a lot of things too so oh, yeah. yeah it's been a it's been a, a long haul for libraries people think we are outdated incorrect we're in no. heavy use <laughs> at least mine is and uh you know uh, you know but it's it's changed what it is from we're like libraries now are 
evolving. Like they're changing yeah. from what you knew them to be. And yeah. um, people utilize this as a resource. I want to be able to 3D print a spatula at the library. That sounds a good use for the library to me. Well, we can only print in a certain dimension. Ah. You know, so like if you're looking for like a full spatula, uh, we, we can look at the file and, and see. Hmm. Um, but I tell you right now, it's not going to have that give that you want from a spatula. It's going to be all stiff. Ah. But if, I mean, if that's what you're looking for, you know, it's mm. cool. Just don't wash it in the dishwasher or it'll melt. Mm. <laughs> oh, it will melt in a dishwasher? Mm-hmm. Oh. We tell people, like, yeah, do not dishwash this. <laughs> I don't know about completely, but, like, it's not dishwasher safe. Yeah. Aw. Oh, hey, mm. our dishwasher doesn't work. So Ooh. don't worry. I, it's, it's never worked. We've lived it's here for like three worked. years. We, we don't use it. And they never. Have you ever reported it? I think we have. I don't. Well, I, you have I, obviously not followed up with it. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't. I would. I, I have. I, we didn't use. I'd, I'd never used the one in our previous place either. I don't. I don't really know how to use one. And I just don't use one. <laughs> Steve, you're a math teacher and a grown oh, I'm human. Sh- you could figure sure it out. I, could, I have faith in I'm you. Sh- I'm sure that I could figure it out. <laughs> but I don't see the need. I'm capable of washing the dishes. And there, also, you obviously I- must never feel lazy or listless. Uh, oh, I feel that all the time. <laughs> yet you still wash dishes. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway, I like always... Yeah. I was like, I was taught growing up or whatever, you have to rinse the dish pretty much anyway before putting it in the dishwasher, right? So, I mean, it helps. Yeah. Yeah. So, if I'm going to do that, I might as well wash it. Like, I basically pre wash the dishes, and I've done that my whole life anyway. V true. Mm hmm. I see no yeah. lies. Mm hmm. <gasps> I'm just lazy. <laughs> I mean, I wash dishes too. I do a combo, I do a little bit of both. Sometimes it's like, yeah, I am feeling motivated to get through this pile. And then sometimes it's like, I ain't got time for this pile. And I lose yeah. dishwasher. So just depends. Yeah. You know, uh, I've also, also read a dishwasher. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I've, I've read like a, like a, uh, when I was like first ever reading about Buddhism, that one of the great places to kind of, you know, reassess things and whatever collect stuff collect your mind and whatnot is while you're doing a chore like the washing the dishes you know so you're it's not like wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's, true. Yeah. it's also a good way to have a hard conversation with somebody Ooh. Mm-hmm. I, yeah hey a great piece of space other? work great piece of space work to start an improv scene <laughs> Well, you, you, are you asking me what what makes good uh, or or what? I feel like you want me to ask that. Yeah, what? Oh, what makes what good is, space work? I I actually sure. I really just you have to enter with the mindset of I am doing this thing, but also keep in mind to pick an activity that looks pretty clear. Like hmm. I'm chopping something on the counter, or yeah. you know. Uh, but I also feel that your teammates should respect your space work because sometimes people jump in so fast and I'm like, no, let it, let it marinate. Like, let it. Yeah. On the flip though, some people wait too long, but often I feel mm. it's more like, yeah, they jump in right away and, yeah. um, you know, yeah. let, let it breathe for a second and, uh, then, 
you know, because it may also makes the person on the stage kind of have to push their outside of their box, right? Like, oh, God, they haven't come into the scene yet. Um, what else can I tell? What else can I show? What else can I do um, to further the well, story? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it is a good thing at the top of the scene to, to you know, it relates the location mm-hmm. in, a, in a, you know, dr- more dramatic Inside, way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Show don't uh, tell. Yeah. Oh man, that is exactly what I was going to talk about as the other thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> hey. Oh man, we got group mind going on, Steve. That's right. <laughs> I was, I was reading this book on creative writing, and he talks about the. I mean, as a creative writer teacher, they say all the time, "Show don't tell," and he talks mm-hmm. about what that means, and he calls it evocation. And I had never heard this term. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this in, in terms of writing? You, you might have taken more writing courses than I have. I don't think I've taken a writing. Oh. Oh, I know it is a term in improv. Um, oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that would be the opening, right? There's an opening. The, there's an application opening. Yeah, it's like when everyone kind of like is this the one where everyone like kind of monologues on a topic for a second? Um. It's when oh, I, I forget. Isn't oh. it? Isn't it? Isn't it the uh, the uh, uh, it is you are thou art. That's it, the god of a common object. That's it. That's yeah. how I know it. Okay. I was like, yeah. wait, I know this from improv, but I can't, you know, if it's a word that has no indication of the activity, I, I blank sometimes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Blank. Yeah. There's also yeah. multiple, there's also multiple ones where you're like, is, is it this one or are you talking about, and they, they're they like called the same thing. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. What was I going to, oh, but in, so in creative writing, similarly, right, you, instead of like, this, as far as it goes, show don't tell. To evoke something is to like bring about this a sense of it in the reader's mind, as opposed mm-hmm. to just saying that the thing is that way. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, like a, an example would be instead of saying that it's cold, you you talk about how your character is shivering, or something mm-hmm. like that. And but, like that, you take a far, bite up an apple on stage and then make like a face. Like so it's showing that like maybe you've bitten oh, into yeah. something sour or rotted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of instead of they say it's like yeah like pursing your lips like that instead of saying this is sour. I think in improv <laughs> probably mm-hmm. um, I think there's something to be said about making things clear like abundantly clear sometimes mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if there's a little bit of confusion maybe. Um, but I like yeah, it for I, that I like that or as a yeah. joke it goes well for either clarification or making a joke. Like sometimes oh, yeah. overstating it is the joke. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think the, the, and also there's a theater term called dramatization, which I think is, is, is all along the same line is that you're, you're, you know, you're presenting it as part of a presentation of a thing, as opposed to just saying that that's what it is. And, um, you know, you're using theater, abilities in order to convey an idea as opposed to just announcing it all the time. Gotcha. That's why everyone has such problems with voiceovers in movies. Like I always know oh, yeah. everyone clocks Twilight for that because there's so much exposition done over, via voiceover yeah. <laughs> in those movies. So, yeah. yeah, I always try to keep that in mind when, yeah, even in videography, like what can I tell with my camera angles? and my what what the 
what the frames are showing and like how do they connect to the other frames and like yeah i love i love that kind of stuff where it's like yeah. you find like a rhythm of communication and yeah. um show it yeah rather than say it and uh yeah because isn't that like what we all go through in any language right no matter what you speak you have certain reactions and, and uh facial expressions and you know that helps tell the story oh, or deeper what story, is that Oh, you know that thing where it's like, oh, this is that's a film thing when it's like the juxtaposition of things mm-hmm. also tells part of the story. Like there was a they, they did like an early test on this where it's like a guy's face or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I well, I, I'm more into like I love. So you know my undergrad is in TV video, and um, my um, my big focus was camera uh, work and cinematography. Like that's my that's my gym jam, and so I love when like an end of a scene will have a certain like the way the character's walking through the frame, or how it's framed, or what's in the frame, and then the new scene that it's going into reflects it kinda. It's like connected but not obviously, but just subtle. I love that. I love when I yeah. see that in movies that I try to do that when I can. And yeah. Um, yeah. I just love that. Cause it just, it makes, it helps with the flow of the story and connects the different <laughs> scenes in a subtle way. And, you know, and you know, is yeah. That, yeah. Is that not <laughs> necessarily a match cut or it's a that's little bit of what, I, like yeah, kind of like a match yeah. cut. Yeah. That's the term. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's my jam. But um, uh, that's not always. Sometimes it's just looks. It looks good. But I love it when it has like a, a deeper meaning than it just looks good. Yeah, like your eyes are supposed to be going to the right for some reason, and then they, that's where mm-hmm. the action is in the next shot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Fifth Element, I think, is a movie that has a lot of that. We watched recently. Oh no, that has it with like dialogue a lot because it's like. One character will be like, um, they'll be like, well, well, well like they don't have the stones. And like, well, well, who knows where the stones are? And then they cut to the other character laughing because she knows where the stones are. Yeah. And then they yeah. That, like, yeah, cool. totally. I have not seen Fifth Element, which is shame on me because I was a big fan oh, of the professional. But, uh, you know, one day. But that's, I love a movie that does that. Uh, I just love yeah. any kind of great cinematography. Like one film i just oh i worship the cinematography of it is amelie oh uh, yeah does a great job with cinematography and as well as slumdog millionaire those two are like my top eye candy movies where i just i can't mm. get enough watching it because it's shot so well oh man yeah i saw <laughs> i saw amelie when i was in high i saw i think probably both no i saw amelie when i was in high school so i don't remember too much about that i oh, remember give it another look it's great yeah it's a sweet movie i remember that I enjoyed it too. Yeah, um, this is just tops. That's my favorite film. Slumdog um, Millionaire. I d- definitely watched. I, wa- I watched that one like maybe one or two years ago, actually. Uh, so good. But, yeah. So good. I don't know. I wasn't thinking about the cinematography at the time. I know. I, not and everyone does. It's just always been my thing since I was like a, a tween. Like yeah. I was. I was into Last of the Mohicans when I was like 11 mm. because of the cinematography of it. I just love how that movie is shot. I still do. Yeah. It can get a little slow in parts, but you know, the look, I just love the look of it. So I've always been into that. 
I'm a visual person. That's kind of mm. what's hilarious is I've been so into this platform. <laughs> it's like giving a balance to my my visual base. It's like, all right, homie, rely on them ears for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't think there's a visual component to this? <laughs> Who's there? Maybe if I it's mean, like somebody pumping out gifts, you know? <laughs> that's, that's, that's my gem. Uh, I know. <laughs> um, no, I, I way have to rely further on my, on my ears here and actually, but it's also easier to rely on my ears here because I have headphones and I can hear everybody mostly, you yeah. know, sometimes yeah. I've told you this before, like, yeah, sometimes in person, I'm like, what, what was said? Like the opening line, that is the worst in the world is when I, there's an opening line and I didn't hear it and the crowd laughs. And then the whole scene, oh, it's like my nightmare. Because then I'm like, well, I'm clearly not in this scene because I have no idea what's happening. (laughs) Just swipe it. Just run out of the scene and swipe. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) After that, I'm a a high laugh sniper. Like, all right, where's the high laugh? (laughs) Let's go. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't, oh, man, what is the thing to do at that point? I think. I just sit and just wait it out uh, because. Stare at them. (laughs) As long as it doesn't happen when I'm on like a three-person team, I'm good. <laughs> you know, if it's like seven of us, it's like, okay, I'm safe. Yeah, I'm okay. But yeah, if it's oh, just a few of you, it's, that's very nerve-wracking to me. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. The, you don't, you, you got to visualize the scenes, though, when we're doing them here, right? Yes. Oh, for sure. So there's. And there, there, there's, there's, there's images in your mind associated with them, I think. I mean, there's a, for me, that's true. Yeah, because like sometimes I'll close my yeah. eyes in a scene, depends on what's going on, or, um, or yeah, if I really have to focus, I'll shut my eyes. Um, yeah. But I also, it, maybe not the whole scene I'll visualize, but definitely elements or moments of it. Like, uh, do I have an example of that? <laughs> I don't know. I, that, I don't know. Uh, but you know, I honestly, I'm not super. Yeah, I would say not the whole scene, but definitely moments or uh, definite plays. If it gets really kind of wild or like if it's really flowing well, like were you there? There was a great scene recently. It was so good. It was like the dragon date. Uh, it was like uh, the, the princess date and the dragon. Were you there for that? Uh, the princess what? You weren't. Okay, so <laughs> there was this great scene on a Monday jam recently where they did this whole bit where basically um this princess was being kept in the tower, but she was dating the dragon. So like actually she was doing pretty great. And meanwhile her dad is like doesn't like the dragon and is like not happy they're dating. And then the knight shows up and like it's awkward because she's like, Well, I'm with the dragon. <laughs> you know, it was just such a good scene. That was uh-huh. good. And that, I, I could say, I could picture a lot of what was going on because it just flowed really well. And it was just one of those scenes where everything that everyone did was great. And, like, it hmm. it, it it was great. It really was. Yeah. It was very recent. It's, it, yeah. Um, if you look hmm. back on whatever the one where it was, like, a girl dating a dragon. Because it was, it was one of those things where, like, E-Bone splits us up into two groups and we each get, like, 12 minutes. It was one of those. Uh. And their 12 minutes was just hit after hit. I'm telling you, like that, I said at the end, I was like, that's probably one of the best scenes I've seen here. Like, <laughs> in my book, uh, in terms of an improv scene just flowing and just get funny and, you know, 
everyone making good decisions. It was just, it was, it was great. So that's when, that's the easier one to visualize as opposed to one that's kind of like getting awkward or going too long or <laughs> that'll pull ah. me out of it. That'll pull me out of everything. <laughs> so. Hmm. Nah. <laughs> I just said a lot. Sorry yeah. Did it. No. It's, uh... Yeah. You get, you get, yeah, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. You get, you get into it, but it's like, that's how it is. You know, it's, uh, there's ebbs and, ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. I'll include, I was an audience member during that scene. I was not oh, okay. an active participant. Um, so, and then like, I think it's easier for me to visualize if I'm just listening as opposed to uh, being a participant. Oh, hmm. Yes. I think I visual, I, I mean, you visualize this when you read a book. <laughs> I mean, of course you do. Of course, right? Yeah. Well, it's a mix. Yeah. yeah in and out. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I, 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 I don't know. I, I never, I, I, I'll get hyper fixated for a little bit, but then like, then it's like, I'll snap out of it. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Depends on the book. Again, some books I'm not as like that. Like sometimes I'll quit a book halfway through. I'm like, it's just, uh, it's just not capturing my attention. Yeah. So. That's hard, dude, because sometimes you're like, oh, man. Like, I've put too much. Yeah, it's the sunk cost fallacy. It's like <laughs> I've put too much time in this book already. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if there's a point where I just, if it feels like a slog, I'm over it. Like, oh. I got better things to do. Because I love, what a book, I, when I love a book, I will tear through that thing. Like, tear oh. through. Like, oh, yeah, up till three, no problem. Oh. <laughs> I'll take you that You got work. Hit. You got yeah. work tomorrow. I'll sleep when I'm dead. And I don't have work tomorrow. That's part, and I didn't have work today. That's part of why I made it on time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't work yeah, today. Yeah, so... That is nice. Tomorrow's a holiday. That's nice. That's why I grabbed this spot. I was like, yeah, way to start off Thanksgiving. Hang yeah. out with Steve talking things. I'm yeah. curious. I do enjoy this uh, show. I hope I waited long enough because I know I jumped the gun and, and came up in here early. So I, waited, I was like, let me wait a while uh, to make a few appearance. Hmm? Or, or when you signed up again. When I signed up again. That's yeah, no so. problem. Yeah, it's been six months since I've no, been on Spotlight. So, that's a good oh, is that true? Time. It's been six months? Yeah, I looked at that's when a, I signed up. from the first time. No, no, from the second time I... Oh, really? Yep. Oh, yeah. Because I counted from it. I was like, okay, yeah. It's, you know, because uh, I think I appeared on here like eight months ago. Yeah. Uh, when I first showed up here. And then... uh, But I knew you wanted to get more yeah. like Denver people on here. Not just all of us Uzbear nerds. And uh, say that well, proudly. I'm an Uzbear nerd, for sure. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, the only thing is I think most of the people who've been on Uzbear have been on, on this already. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, well, there's t- there's, there are like a few, like, you know, many people at the in Denver where I'm like, hey, I tell them all the time. I think it's harder because they're away from their computers or whatever, and it's hard to schedule something, and people aren't used mm-hmm. to that. And because yeah. you know when you're on Uzbear, you're like, well, I can I can schedule. I don't like I have reminders to tell me to get on because otherwise I will not remember. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Well, Mondays at this point are pretty like that. This is what I do on Mondays. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I used to do Saturdays too, especially more in the pandemic, but like things are happening and life is pretty much going. Um, so a lot of my Saturdays, well, a lot of them, uh, every other one I work till six, so I can't even do it because I get home yeah. and it's the end of the jam. So. Boo. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes I'm tempted to start a, like a night owl jam. Like, all right, guys, 10 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> uh, I thought about doing that. I thought about doing an LGBTQ jam. The the yeah. So lazy though, or not lazy? I'm busy. I'm busy, and I haven't had a chance to do it. I have so many ideas for types of like types of whatever who's bear meetings or whatever that I'm like, I'll never be like I don't know. I mean, just doing this one and then a couple others a week is a lot. It is, and I admire that you are still on the air. It's been like, when did you start this? Like January, February. I don't know. Mar mm. March third, and then you were on March twenty fourth. Yeah, I, I keep yeah. appearing about. Yeah, so today's our eight month anniversary, Boo. Happy yeah, anniversary. it is. You keep coming on the twenty fourth, also. No, I, okay. That's the other hilarious. one came on the twenty sixth. Yeah, that's towards the end of the month. Right? Yeah. 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 After uh, all the bills are paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Hmm. Wait, what were you saying? Oh yeah. Hmm. I so. what? I would like to do. I just wanna. What are my other ideas? I'll ask my own self a question. <laughs> what were my other ideas? Uh, Steve, um, I actually would love to ask you a question. Can I ask oh, you yeah, a question? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. When what? What first got you into improv? Like what was like what got you into doing it? I'm I'm pretty sure I looked it up on a on Meetup.com. Um, huh. I, I couldn't tell you what I was searching, but I was probably thinking co- maybe, maybe comedy or maybe I like was thinking like, like whose line is it anyway? Cause that's the only kind of exposure I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably when I, probably like eight or nine years ago. And so then I went to the meetup and they were doing improv and like, Oh, I was like these short, for- these, all that short form stuff. I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. I can see how it's like, it's like games and stuff and you're just kind of having mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Um, but then, and, and yeah, I mean, I, it's like, I understand this. You're getting used to being on the stage or performing or interacting with people. And I thought this is great for a variety of reasons, socialization reasons. But then mm-hmm. when I saw, I saw long form, it was just the, the people who did that stuff that I was just talking about, they would stay, they'd also stay longer. Um, yeah. And then they would do some, they would do some long, long form stuff. And I just sat there watching it one time. And I was like, this is amazing. They're like creating an entire reality on stage themselves. And it was just like, I have to, I have to do that. Um, so, that's, so that's kind of was my journey. We I actually mean, have kind uh, of similar yeah. journeys. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seeing people do I, it and being like, what? Yeah. This is something. I have to do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. for a long time. I mean, for a long time, like I was, I was right. I, 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 I was writing as a hobby for like ever since high school, though. Mm. Um, mm. So I was always interested. Like the comics in, like you do or. Um, any kind of other expression? Um, I guess when I started, I was just kind of writing whatever. And I definitely mm-hmm. wrote sh- some short stories. Um, sometimes it's just like, I think I got into a phase of it was just like funny things for a long time. That may mm-hmm. not be funny if I go back and look at them. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like no structure. Like I was pretty much learning structure of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
mm -hmm. just on my own and just experimenting. And for a long time I was, uh, and then, yeah, so then I started writing my zine, like basically what happened is I, I, I stopped going to college and I had nothing to do. Um, and I was like, I, I don't know what I want to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do, I guess anything. Yeah. And I was like, well, um, and so then I got this idea of, of I don't, I'm not entirely sure how I got this idea of writing a zine. I, I'm not sure if I was reading about them at the time, but I made like, I started with making a flyer. I made a single flyer that just had a bunch of weird stuff on it. And I, and I handed that out at a carnival at my, in, in my town. I just handed out a flyer with nonsense on it. Um, and it had a short, it had a short story on it, actually. Now that I think about it. Um, I love it. And so then after I did that, I somehow got the idea of a zine. And I, the stuff I was into at the time was like, uh, Negative Land, which is a band. And I was into the Church of the Subgenius, which is also kind of started. It's a fake religion, which started with a pamphlet. I don't know if you know any of these things. I um, don't. I wish I could exclaim and be like, oh, yeah, but I can't. Discordian, <laughs> Discordianism. Oh, it's, this is, this is, it's, it's interesting stuff. Like it's, um, they're, they're fake religions, basically, that started yeah. like in the 70s. Kind of uh, akin to uh, the flying spaghetti monster, but maybe even... Yeah. Yeah. earlier oh yeah earlier uh, than that yeah but so mm -hmm. yeah the discordian one is kind of a kind of a satirical one it's kind of based on uh chaos is the thing you're kind of uh, like chaos is central to it or um there's the other one which is uh the the church of the subgenius is there's a lot going on with it but humor is a big element of it um okay but anyway yeah they started the this uh they started with making a pamphlet and stuff or whatever. Um, so I was like, well, that's kind of a neat thing to do. And I probably read about this concept of making zines. Cause I was in a punk rock and like, I mean, I, I, sh I, I don't know, but anyway, um, I made a zine with the, the, my first zine has stuff in it. Like I went to a, a drive-in movie theater and I interviewed, they had like people there who did the special effects for the movie. Uh, uh, oh, what, what is it? Dead Alive. That's the one in the cabin, right? Yeah, I think that's right. I'm not right? sure. Oh, it's the it's the Raimi movie. Um, I feel so bad. It's the cabin in the in there in the woods. The and cabin everything. in the woods? No, it's not cabin in the woods. It's 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 it's, it's, it's is it called Dead Alive? What am I saying? Oh, hold on, this pisses me off that I'm getting it wrong. Um, depending on the year, it's, it's depending on if I saw it. It's or from the 80s. It. Oh, J.K. Uh, oh. Well then. Oh my God! Um, no, uh, like if Chris is listening to this, he's like spinning in his grave. <laughs> he's alive. He's alive. The king of um, media. Evil Dead. I'm talking about Evil Dead. I'm talking about Evil Dead. Oh um, gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the special effects that. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, his name is Tom Sullivan. I interviewed him for my zine. Um, I also interviewed the guy who plays Krug in Last House on the Left. He's the bad guy in Last House on the Left. That's a Different movie by um, by Wes Craven. You rubbing elbows with the stars, you. Oh, I know. This, well, this is the thing: is I've never interviewed anyone famous again after that because <laughs> it just happened to be going on. Um, so that was in my did first have, scene. Did you make yeah. yourself like a press pass? <laughs> or like, did no. you like show credentials that you made at home and print it out I, and put it a like clear plastic wallet? <laughs> Which is pretty interesting because I I just said to them, hey, I'm making a zine of, or something. Can I ask you some interview questions? And they were like, sure. And then I asked them some kind of random questions that I kind of came up with that were stupid. I don't know. You can read. I, I can send it if you want to read it. 
Oh, okay. I was going <laughs> to say, have you ever scanned your first zine? If so, I think I think your fans would be super interested in seeing oh, your early work. I do believe I have it. Uh, you should, I think you should. I think you should post a link to it. I think people would be interested to see. Oh, all right. <laughs> it is. Your, your it zines is are very interesting. I do click on your stuff and I do flip through it, and it's it's funny. Uh, so you know. Uh, uh, to know that you've been doing this <laughs> this long, yeah, it's that's a long ha- a, a long time hobby, and I applaud you. Oh, yeah, I, I don't I jump know. around. Yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah, I don't know. There's, yeah, I don't know how many I've made. I made like fifteen or so of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to make one per year. Um, and Aww. yeah, and so I don't know that all that kind of creative kind of stuff. I think plays into the the whole improv thing somehow because then I got into mm-hmm. comics because um, there there are like comics in my first one but I, I never focused on comics sort of mm-hmm. as a thing until yeah. until I got out here to Denver and I was like I don't want to do it because my first zine basically is more music focused because it's like a punk rock fanzine kind of um, gotcha. but and what I was doing was I was going up to people during punk shows and I was like or whatever kind of show and I was like hey do you want to write in my something in my notebook and then it'll be in my zine? And then they would be like, what, what are you talking about? None of that words you said make sense. So whatever, I would explain it better and they mm-hmm. would write something. Um, and then that's how always I would sell it to people. them. Always ask drunk Yeah. People. Oh yeah. They're yeah. always games. But it's a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's well, my advice sometimes. for videography. <laughs> Just don't pick them. Don't, don't hit up the too drunk person. Hit up somebody like and, two cocktails, three in, and you're going to get good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, probably what I'm going for. Yeah. But as, I mean, yeah. So they would write something. I mean, that's how I would get them to buy in. It was like a sales tactic, right? I'm like, do so, mm-hmm. if I have them do something for me and then I'm kind of like, hey, I'm selling this. It's a dollar. And they would buy it. That's um, great. But what happened from that, what I learned is kind of getting some of their stuff, like a lot of stuff they would write, I didn't like because what it sounded like was like shout outs to things. Like I didn't want to be like, TRL. So I got, mm-hmm. I got, you know, I'm like, I don't want to do that part yeah. of it anymore. So then I started focusing on just like um, making comics was the, the bulk of what. It's about the art, man. Come well, on, man. Decommercialization, man. It's about the art. Stop giving us your Instagram handle. God. Yeah. I mean, because it is, yeah. I mean, ask people, like, what if you want to communicate something out there? First of all, they're like, well, how are you going to do that, asshole? But secondly, they're going to be like, they're going to have nothing to say sometimes. Mm-hmm. Some, some people are great. Some people have wrote, yeah. you know, pretty cool, cool stuff and, and whatnot. And other people, like, sometimes there's references to things that, that I didn't get, I, that I just mm-hmm. get. I'm like, oh, that's from my zine, but they wrote that because this is referencing, Z- like, Frank Zappa or something. I didn't know that at the time. It's, like, uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I never, I, I see, I, I, I never, my comedy career, I just was always a funny person and a, ah! a, 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 a big personality. And then I, I didn't get into any kind of comedy, anything until my thirties. Um, because mm. I tried to be a teacher and then it imploded and then I was sad and I was like, let's do something for you. Cause you yeah, <laughs> had a rough smart. time. And so, yeah, I quit hey, teaching I, I, in October, and then I was yeah. taking comedy classes in January for my local theater because I did the same thing. I went and checked out some shows, like because I learned a few years before that, like I was 
there was another comedy group in town that was like, I went to a show and then after the show, they were like talking to the audience and da, da, da. And I said how I was interested and they're like, yeah, you should totally come out and blah, blah, blah. But like, I hadn't really loved the show. And I'll say, mm. I don't like the show. I'm not going to uh, join the show. You know, you know, there's a chemistry. There's yeah, a, you yeah, know, yeah. there's a, a vibe. And I tell you what. So I went to the, the, the I went to some shows that the group I'm I'm in with now or I'm loosely with because I haven't been doing much lately. Um, I went to their shows and I really liked them and then I, I genuinely laughed and you know I just got good vibes. And then yeah, after I joined, I found out that like the group the other group that you know. I'd gone to see and they were like, come join us. And I was like, mm, I'm good. Um, they had problems for like years. And I just, mm. I got, I, I like caught those vibes. And uh, just to go a little woo woo back at you, uh, uh, what, back to it. What problems um, would they be having? Just people in the organization and their behaviors and that uh, affecting the group. And then like, hmm. also like, yeah, they kind of went defunct for a while. You know, it just, it just was a, a group that, yeah, never quite like the group I, you know, ended up joining. Like they, they, you know, crowdsourced for a theater space and opened it, and it was good. Like we won best comedy theater for like years huh. and all this like before the the pandemic. Yeah, so uh, hopefully things will bounce back. You know, it's it's open again, but like you know, it's just not as big of audiences because you know. Hmm. Pandemic has affected things <laughs> and yeah. people's safety feelings and stuff. And oh, um, yeah. But anyway, I, that's uh, yeah. I was really thrilled with myself that like when I found out later, I heard all like more of the story from people. I don't want to talk yeah. about it here, but like yeah, I was just like, whoo, yeah, D, yeah, D, trusting those vibes, baby. Yeah, like yeah. I was so proud of myself for reading the vibes. I was like, yeah, yeah. okay, and. Uh, it is a weird there's an element of like community building in, in it too. You get you get that like on Ooze Bear and Yeah. And like a yeah, in like in person too. It's like you're kind of like I guess like anything. Like I don't know. You're you're managing personalities a little bit. For sure. I don't For know. For sure. I mean, it, well it yeah. takes people caring and investing time and energy. I think that is the key. You know, and it's yeah. funny to be like, how long into this now, Steve? Like a year and a half and seeing like who stayed, who came for a while and hasn't been back. Shout out so many. Some people have left yeah. and not returned. Plenty. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, and, and let it be known, uh, all of them, welcome back at any time. I love oh, yeah. people who haven't been on a welcome back. Yeah. Like, you know, that's my, that's my favorite. Um, but I also like new people. That's been fun, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But yeah, like it takes uh, people returning and building. Like you know, it's great. Like I can play so much easier with uh, a lot of the repeaters, but just because we've always been coming back, yeah. You know, we learn yeah. each other's way and style, and you know, yeah. Uh, it's be- it's kind of beautiful. It, <laughs> I will say this: if that if if that is true, then yeah. it's entirely subconscious because I'm not thinking really deeply about how other people are going to do or what they're how they're going to react no but you know how certain people play like you know i'm going to whip out some voices you know ty is going to go off the chain you know felix is going to be super supportive and for you know chris is going to bring out some random detail that's going to just kill you yeah like you know these things after a year and a half these are all good i love that yeah. These are all accurate. These are all accurate characterizations. 
Yeah. I know Steve is just going to give me just one liner after another that completely is coming That's from true? his character's point of view. Yes, Steve, really? you're funny. Newsflash, you're funny. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I do yeah, love man. that. I mean, not the one liner, but I'll, I'll, I do love the, you're going to give me, I'm going to wait, I'm going to just say things. Oh. Point of view. For your char- whatever character you are given, yeah. that's it. You're you're inhabiting it. You're 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 uh you're oh, yeah. very old mining it. Like you're <laughs> You have to do that. You're supposed yeah, to man. do that. hmm Yeah. That's why I hate when I do this all the time and I'm really working on it, is when I'll start with a voice but then I oh, forget Jesus. the accent yeah. I'm going with. And then I go into another voice. I do that yeah. and I hate it when I do it because I, I, I catch it. And then by then I'm like, well, now I'm in this new fucking accent. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh, it is what it is. I, you know, I, improv. I don't, I don't, I don't, I wonder to what degree people, other people pay attention to that. Cause you know, you do it yourself, mm-hmm. right? I know I do it myself, but I don't mm-hmm. notice other people doing that as much. Cause I, I'm always like, well, no matter what voice you put on, I know when it's you. Because yeah. I know, I think, like some people's voices are, I mean, you know, I just know your voice well enough that it's distinct enough that I always know it's you. And I know you're putting it on. But I mean, if you slip into yeah. your own voice, I'm just like, well, I know that. I know it's D. I know that. Well, well, sometimes it's not even my own voice. Like, I'll start with, like, a Yankee accent, and then by the end, I'm from the South. Well, okay, maybe not that severe. Yeah. Maybe not that yeah. severe. Maybe I'll go from, like, New York to Boston. You know, maybe I'll do that. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, uh, right. yeah, I, I, I it just, I wish, I, I, I'm, I, I'm absolutely tougher about that on myself than I am on other people. Yeah. And I think oh, you're yeah. right. I don't see it as obviously in other people. I don't know. I'm just, I'm always my own worst critic. That's a, that's a constant. Yeah. So, think, you know. Yeah. What are you do? I think everybody, that's why, like, I'm teaching improv right now. Like, and I'm like, Ooh. you know, I don't, I don't think I gotta say that many, like, critical things because, they're going to go home and they do that on their own. And I know they do that on their own. Like, I don't need to. Yeah. Well, it depends on the student, right? Because like, definitely, yeah. definitely. I've been in classes where I'm like very grateful when someone's stage. Yeah. Clocked. It's like, do we stop killing everybody? You know, can we stop? Yeah. If you kill your partner, you're killed the scene. So let's, let's, and I would have coaches be like, let's run that scene again. But this time, yeah. instead of killing them, keep the scene going and keep them alive. Like, yeah. come on, give it another go. Yeah. And I loved when that would happen. Or like, yeah. um, we had a guy who would just, yeah, derail mm-hmm. and just say extreme things just to get the laugh. And it yeah. killed me because sometimes it would pay off in, in shows um, yeah. once or twice. And, and I get it. You know, I do that same stuff. But like, I hate when yeah. it's at the expense of the scene. Yeah. And I like when coaches clock that when they're like, look, mm. you have to listen to your scene partners and play with yeah. them. Don't just go for the high laugh because like you're all going for that laugh. And it's better when you do it as a group and yeah. instead of railing and saying something crazy and, um, yeah. you know, killing the scene or totally yeah. derailing it. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate when coaches yeah. can clock that because I've had yeah. coaches who couldn't. And mm. it, I feel like the person never learned better yeah this is good feedback i think because i because i am like i mean i've got to tell you like some of the people in the in the class i have been in class with also so Mm, it's like so it is also like i'm kind of navigating that a little bit too and i'm like well Mm -hmm. i i don't want to make this uh 
whatever hierarchy authority thing because i'm sensitive to that i think as a teacher i'm probably mm -hmm. i'm probably i would be surprised some of them might be even like what is he talking about because i'm very aware of that yeah um but i, I don't think know the key is to balance criticism with praise oh yeah you know don't give 10 nuggets of criticism and like two of praise like pick your battles on yeah. the criticisms and then yeah. really praise up the praises because yeah. it's, you have to hear hard truths sometimes to grow and be better. And yeah. if people don't tell you those things, you're going to yeah. always be terrible yeah. <laughs> and you won't even want to be, I am certain a ah. lot of, everyone doesn't want to be terrible. Uh, they mm. want to be good, but it takes somebody being like, you know, let's, let's try that again. But I think it's better when it's like, yeah. instead of like, that was terrible. No, Get yeah, out of yeah. here. Instead of like, it, it's better when it's like, look, let's try this again, but like, let's focus on changing this aspect of it. And that will, yeah. and it's great when it works out. Like, oh, uh, like that's my favorite thing. I love that. Yeah. Okay. One of the things I'm trying to, is like, you can't, yeah. I mean, you can't say something without giving them an opportunity to change it and try it with doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, yeah, how are you going to school? Yeah. I really feel it'd be more constructive to when giving tests to give it back to the student and be like, try it again and yeah. work, like, try to work it out again. Cause some things you may have just rushed it or just one small miscalculation, right? You know, math teacher, you know, and you, sometimes you need a second pass on a different day. I, I, I know that's how I live as an adult. So you should extend the same mm. courtesy to kids. So I feel like, uh, you know, that my work here stands stands on its own, and uh, I'm not I'm not going to take this test again. Listen, Birdie, um, we here at the Clown Academy really uh, just want the best from our students. We want to send yeah. you into the clowning world uh, knowing yeah. knowing what Circuit to do. Is, and, you know, yeah. I, we don't all get it right the first time. And uh, uh, we just really want to encourage you to, um, you know, try again. You know, and, mm. you, know it, 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 you never get it one and done, at least not mm. in the beginning. Well, but I... I mean, I can, we could, we could, we could go into detail on this, but I just feel like, you know, sitting down, eating a pie, like it's delicious mm -hmm. and, you know, just enjoying a nice dessert. That's, that's just an appropriate way to kind of, you know, interface with a pie. Um, no lies detected, Birdie. Uh, I, I feel though that most humans, that is their approach to pie, unless they yeah. have an established mm -hmm. anti-pie stance, but that's a whole oh. other story. Um, oh. But what we're really more focused on here, you're, we had no complaints about your, your pie interfacing. Um, you consumed pie happily. Yeah. You took one to the mm -hmm. face like a champ. Uh -huh. Like, no complaints. We have more of an issue with your balloon animals. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. we, we clearly asked for a dog. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Yeah. This is not a dog, sir. Uh, no. Clearly, look at this. Right. That, that is, that is, you know what it is? That is, a, 
That is a Mog. That is John Candy from the movie Spaceballs, which is a half man, half dog. So that you know might be why you're kind of you're kind of looking it through one lens when you know there's mm. another kind of interpretation. Gotcha. Um, Brody, don't get me wrong. Well, I love yeah. 80s sci-fi references just as much <laughs> as the next person. Right. Um, these four-year-olds out here, they mm. don't know Spaceballs. They don't know Uh-oh. it. So let's, let's well, stick to what they're going to know, which oh. is a basic dog. And let's take a look mm. here uh, at your mouse. This mouse, the mouse is one of the simplest balloon animals, and yet yeah. Right. Um, I'm just going to cut to the chase, Birdie. You keep making yeah. these balloon animals, and they're a little bit lewd. Oh. They're bordering on lewd. Hey. Uh, I... We need to talk about that. Right. You know, okay. So I feel, you know, that, um, I mean, a mouse, right? They're mammals. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, there's, I mean, I'm just trying to get the anatomy right as much as I can. Because, I mean, I know... I know that you're, you know, detail's important. You keep saying that. And I mean, I'm going into some details on things that I feel like are important. See, you say that, um, and I could buy it if you were actually literally referring to mouse genitalia. This mouse looks like a penis Uh balloon animal. Uh, Uh, My God, it has veins. It has veins. Like how... I, I yeah, but not the detail we need at um, Mrs. Uh-huh. Johnson's backyard uh, clown yeah. and po- po- pony right. party for their twins, you know, yeah. Brendan and Brandon. Okay, so I need you to go back to the guide, look it over, uh, really study the balloon uh, animals chapter. Because other other than those, you're fantastic. You're doing great. Like I oh. said, the pies, uh-huh. great. Your appearance, yeah, stellar. I love your your face and your big yeah. shoes. Oh mm-hmm. my god, that's right. Uh, yeah, but those balloon animals, guy. I mean, I, come on. I mean, I mean, I was, you know, before I before I came down here to the clown school. I mean, I was studying, you know, anatomy at college, and my focus, of course, you know, most people would consider my focus of anatomy to be lewd, but it is. It is what I know. And I mean, you know, you know what? I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. In some senses, I think, you know, <laughs> that some people find genitalia, et cetera, to be humorous. I mean, I don't know. That's just my analysis of the clown. I haven't read the whole manual, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I don't know. That's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of where it's coming from. <laughs> so, okay. No, uh, look, uh, far be it from me to limit you. Uh, in regard to your prior knowledge, you know, the professions you were in prior to clowning, you know, everyone's got their own feedback that they bring to the table. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to put you in touch with my, my friend, Sunny. Um, Sunny uh, runs um, a resort in Mexico and um there's like a, it's a resort, but then there's like a, 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 a public bar front that everyone can go to, you know, make that kind of, you know, street traffic money uh-huh. hustle, you know. Um, okay. uh, often they employ a clown to come through and make naughty balloon animals uh, for the guests. Oh. 
kind of mean? Oh, like, well, that's that people, right? Yeah, yeah. I, right? Okay, so let me put you in touch with Sunny. Um, okay. Maybe you can complete your field training there. And then, you know, utilize your talents in a way that I feel is going to be just better. Because, I mean, I'm running a clean business here. Children's parties, bat mitzvahs. You know, I can't have penis balloon animals at a bat mitzvah. You know? Yeah. You see? Well, uh, you know, know, I mean, if it's a bat mitzvah, I could do it circumcised or uncircumcised, you know, just whatever they need for the occasion. I mean, you know, it could be a sort of before and after. Wait, that's not how bat mitzvahs work. No, not at all. Uh, You're thinking of a bris. Uh, oh, okay. But, you know, br- we don't get much call for our services at a bris. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Um, uh, you know, you see the predicament I'm in. I, I want you to be utilized, but I can't do it. So let me put you. Yeah. Let me put I'll you. Let you friend, Sonny. I'll let you dial dial the number on that phone with a face. I'm going to leave the bouncy castle now. I'll give you some privacy. <laughs> well, why, 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 uh, you know, delay anything? Listen, Sunny no. is just a few blocks from here. So, okay. uh, you know, just walk out of here at this property, take a right, right, go down to the end, take a left, well, second right, second right, well, second okay. right. Okay. Well, I can, well, I can take the unicycle. Oh my <laughs> like, God, I'll get please there. do. And yeah. take this little hand horn so that you can just let people know you're coming, okay? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, yeah. So we, I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> so then it's just a montage of uh, this character on a unicycle with a horn, like riding the streets, you know, uh, uh, swerving to avoid traffic and such, pedestrians, food trucks, and then he gets to the business at the second right, the second right, the second right. Hey! I heard your horn coming from a mile away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was honking at it. I mean, outside of some of those food trucks, there were a lot of anti-pie protesters. I mean, there's a lot of animosity in that community. I'm not. But but anyway, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I don't understand protesting pies. Who doesn't love a good pie? Am I right? Hey, my main thing is that sitting down and interfacing with a pie is just one of the great joys of uh, of life. Oh, I agree. Do you like them savory or sweet? Hmm. I mean, I could, you know, I, I, I really could go for a sweet pie, actually. You know, I like, uh, you know, I feel that's a little bit more gentle. Excellent. You're in the right business. I'm Sunny. I, uh, hey. I own a chain of resorts. Uh, throughout the Caribbean and in the Southeast uh, United States. I'm looking for clowns that do naughty balloon animals. And uh, my friend Ted says that you're the guy to talk to. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ted Ted sent me over here. You know, he, he called you up on his face. Um, yeah. And I love the, this kind of presentation you're giving me. You're opening this pamphlet to, to look at all these resorts as you're kind of letting yeah. me know. Yeah. You put them on the table here right in front oh, of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This circle is, the yeah. prices with my oh, yeah, okay. All right. I mean, yeah, I'm looking for to work for you, but I do appreciate the salesmanship anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Am I right? Hey, oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
I'm I I I do. Uh, let me let me tell you. Let me put it this way. I do lewd things, and I would like to do lewd things for you. Oh my, that's quite the pitch. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, let me uh, let me ask you this. Uh, can you tell me some of the blue animals that you have expertise in creating that yeah. might be of interest to our guests? Yeah, um, I'm definitely all of like uh, I. Uh, I have this is exotic one, so I've been focusing on the mog uh, quite a little bit. That's a half man, half dog. Uh, you know, you might remember that from John Candy, the movie Spaceballs. But I mean, I'm really, yeah. yeah, oh, oh, classic of eighties uh, farce cinema. I yeah. love it. Bill Pullman's uh, in it. Early works. Right. Yeah. 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 And you know, I'm. You know, maybe eventually I'll get to get to the point where I've been working on Bill Pullman, and and you know, I think I think a full a full you know reboot of the Spaceballs universe where it is entirely played out with you know balloon animal characters with you know above average size genitalia is something that you know the world is looking for. Huh. That's my dream. My dream, anyway. I'm sorry. I'm getting. Oh, I mean, no, hey, no, no. Oh, my goodness. Here, take a Kleenex. You're crying a little. My goodness. Oh, you. I realize you had such a passion. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that horn. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's, uh, how yeah. I, oh, that's how I blow my nose. <laughs> I know. Boy. Uh, I have to say, wow, you're bored for this business. My gosh. Oh. You're, you're a clown of a different color. Yeah. Um, well. Well, yeah. I mean, this this is eggshell white. <laughs> well, listen, people... listen. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm in the business here of uh, uh, drunk uh, tourists uh, yeah. looking for uh, entertainment and easy laughs. Uh, that's why I am searching uh, for somebody who's going to make me some uh, lewd balloon animals. You know, I'm talking yeah. like oversized penises, you know, vaginas. No, yeah. using a marker to add details, you know, crazy yeah. stuff where they wow. go home and they tell their 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 friends at the yeah. the the reading club. Oh, you should have yeah. seen this balloon animal that I, we oh. had made at the bar. That's yeah. the story I'm chasing. So maybe uh. Uh-huh. this might not be the best environment for you. You know, mm. you seem very focused on space balls uh. and mogs well. and. <laughs> And the well, such and the like. Yeah. No, I, I mean, uh, what's interesting is a lot of what you've described, I mean, it's really right up my alley. I'm just kind of, you know how kind of in an interview they'll ask you, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? I mean, I definitely am looking for a position where it's a stepping stone to the entire balloon animal genitalia Spaceballs remake. And I think, you know, working at a resort <laughs> and so forth is is a great way to use my and hone my skills in the meantime. You know, you're right. How about ah, this? Okay, so listen. Okay, okay. listen. Okay. All right. I have okay. a I have an entry level situation happening here. Okay. okay, listen. Okay. All right. I'm gonna place you at my uh, Jacksonville, Florida uh, ah. uh, property. Hey, okay. you know, so you gotta start somewhere. I'm not gonna place it's, you in Miami right away. Yeah. Uh, this is a so, beautiful. This is a beautiful pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jacksonville, we're going to place you there as our naughty balloon animal guy. But listen, uh, listen, mm-hmm. listen. My cousin. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, he's kind of developing this side gig where uh, he, he sends uh, clowns to Comic-Cons and uh, mm-hmm. they make balloon animals based on uh, uh, the con, the, you know, the, the, the people participating. Maybe he'll make uh, a, a lightsaber uh, balloon uh-huh. animal for your Star Wars fans. Uh-huh. Or, uh, you know, maybe... Fans. Yeah, or yeah, like well, actually, I was thinking you could make a balloon animal of the giant hair comb that they use in the desert. That oh, would be yeah. for your spaceball fans. Yeah. But yeah, you know that is not my. It's not even my business. It's my cousin's. Uh, so uh, how about this? Let's train you up for like six months in Jacksonville. By then, my cousin should have wow. more of a grasp on the business he's trying to run. Uh, what do you say? I'm just amazed you have a, a, like, I mean, you're so close to the clown, the clown college, and you yourself also have this kind of balloon, balloon training kind of as part of your business as well. Well, you know, it takes a village to make balloon yeah, animals. Right. You know, yeah. that's my motto. I yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like putting a shopping cart away. I mean, who's going to do it yeah. in the end? We all, we all got to oh. do it. You all got, are they going to do it? Who knows? But yeah, they I don't should. Know. That's um, how I feel okay. about balloon animals. You know? We cut, oh, we, cut to a, we cut to a book club. So that's why I think, you know, Anna Karenina, I mean, she's just kind of, mm. you know, she's not my kind of, kind of person. Because I just think she's just selfish yeah. and just wants everything for herself. I couldn't have said it better, Kate. Like, I just... Mm-hmm. I checked out of this book uh, halfway through. I just couldn't even yeah. uh, finish it. I just felt like my time is valuable. Uh, yeah. This is not. I don't get the the hype. I I I agree. You know, I would just if I could do, I would sink this book uh, to the bottom of the ocean and not just have to look at it ever again. And then and maybe just forsake reading entirely because it's just. I, I mean, maybe it's just not for me because this 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 person in this book is just so off putting. Oh my God, Kate! Don't be dramatic. You don't have to give oh. up reading forever because of one shitty book, okay? okay? That just means that Tolstoy wins. And like, oh. I don't know about you, that's not on my agenda, okay? Yeah. Um, well, I see okay, you bringing up on... your agenda. I see you bringing yeah. up your agenda now. That's a good, great segue. Mm-hmm. I'm just, oh, I'm. Oh, I'm all, I'm I thought in. you were going to start saying something. Oh, I mean, it's I did not... have a little. Oh, I I did have a little thing about uh, something weird I saw at a resort, but we could just move on. I mean, we don't have to talk. We don't oh my have to go god, there. no! Let's take five because seriously, I hated this book. Like you know, oh. Laugh Club. Uh, I could not shut up uh, about um, <laughs> Wuthering Heights. So yeah. you know, I just you know, uh, I love yeah. that. So uh, I have no problem taking five off of Anna Karenina because I straight up did not love it. So tell me, where did you go? What did you do? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, Heathcliff is someone I totally like. I understand and identify with. I mean, you know, like someone's dying, uh, someone's dying and then it's really sad. Like, I get that. That's like, you know, that's kind of where I see myself eventually, you know. Mm, okay. Yeah, and just wither, you know, you know what I mean. Withering away, like becoming yeah. slowly becoming waste and be, being really sad and depressed. I think that's that's kind of just you know the if, if I had an agenda that would be on there. 
oh my god kate stop being so dramatic okay like you live in the suburbs <laughs> okay well, I mean, you know not, you know what, that honestly, honestly i think you know this kind of banal existence in the suburbs really drives a lot of kind of the you know subcultural movement in a sort of macabre direction just you know people got to kind of get that out of their system and various i'm sorry i'm just going off now that's all good it's okay but wait no you were saying something about resort what happened oh yeah oh yeah let me put down this uh this lemon sandy and tell you um so so you know uh there we were we were enjoying ourselves jacksonville florida right that's uh that's beautiful part of the country i have we a were... cousin there yeah oh mm-hmm. oh that's nice uh, uh, oh you okay and 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 so uh we were there you know we were looking at gators and uh let me, <laughs> let me tell you about sharp teeth on those gators okay it's actually really macabre too you're like you're like look at that i bet that I could just rip my life right out of me there that would be that would be something to see <laughs> Oh my God, Kate, you're so dramatic. You just are just spiraling over things that are likely not going to happen. So like you need to chill. I mean, it's, you know, it's like one of those things when you're kind of just like, you know, you're, uh, you're looking at traffic and you're like, I, you know, you could veer into the other traffic, but but you don't, you just think about it. It's like, just let that go. Don't, don't try to dwell on that. Don't got to bring that up at book club. (laughs) Kate, I just okay. These are bro- <laughs> these 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 are M and M's in the brownies, and I gotta say, uh, Cindy, that that's a that's. Are you sure I it's M and M's? Because you are talking what? some interesting mix attitude. I don't oh. know. Maybe these are special brownies. <laughs> like doll? Like you think these are like like dolls? Like meaning that that's a slang term for like you know. <laughs> I was talking weed brownies. I don't know if you're putting dolls into brownies, Kate. Well, dolls, dolls is a it's a slang term for pills, recreational pills to take. Oh, you don't need to put those in brownies. You just like chase those with white wine. (laughs) Ah, well, hey, cheers! I know what you're saying there. (laughs) Black, black, black. (laughs) And that's that's what I'm saying. Just the absolute (laughs) biggest, (laughs) faniest. balloon animal I'd ever seen was that there in Jacksonville, Florida. It was something to see. Oh my god, what? Yeah. Baby balloon animals, what? Oh Wait. boy. Well, you think about the most lewd place oh you seen a vein. Is this like in relation to that LuLaRoe conference that you went to? Like, did y'all get all crazy crunk at a bar? Yes, but you're gonna have to just you know um explain to me uh, i mean i mean it was because of the lularo yeah those, those 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 leggings that were like an oh. um, mlm campaign and like yeah yeah you know where women buy them and then sell them you know yeah. make money yeah oh. remember i lost oh, like two thousand oh, dollars oh. when i did that yes yeah I just, but anyway, I, yeah. my my existence is not yours. Um, I, yeah, I no, I was just wearing a pair. I'm I'm wearing a pair right now. Maybe they're on a little tight, and a lot of blood is going to my head. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was because of the Lululemon conference. 
Sure. LuLaRoe. You know, I think yeah, that's how you say it. I don't know. I never, oh. I only work with them for like. Look, well, hey, you weeks. know what? I'm, I'm going to become a boss, babe, and I'll be telling other people how to pronounce how whatever I want. Hey, that's the dream. Hey. Get it, sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. By the way, oh, yeah. oh, I was just going to say, this red wine that we're also drinking is also fantastic. Oh, a hard agree. Clink. Yeah. Yes. Yay. Clock, clock, clock. Clock, clock, clock. <laughs> oh my god but tell me about this bar because actually right. i am driving down to florida to visit my mm-hmm. sister and her and my brother-in-law uh, yeah they live oh. in florida god knows why um uh, yeah well if you could tell me the address uh, I would love to like check it out on the way down well, i mean i have a oh. i have to stop at some point to take a, a well, rest i I can't tell you the address, but I can tell you how many lefts and how many rights it is to get there. Oh, my God. As long as it's from I-95, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So after I-95, you take a left and then another left and then a right and then another right and then another right and then another right. Oh, my God. Okay. Let me write this down real quick. Okay. Oh. Hey, you know what? I do. I knew Anna Karenina was good for something, and that something is scratch paper. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Cheers. Clink. Bink. Scratch paper. Yeah. This, and then we... this, this lager we're also drinking is also good. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to a montage of uh, uh, my character going down I-95 at a unicycle with the hand horn, right? And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then getting off 95 and taking all those lifts and rights and rights and rights and rights and rights. Oh my gosh, I'm finally here. This is so great. Oh my god. Oh. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I love the name of this place, the Squeeze Room. It's the best. Okay, let's go in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Welcome to the squeeze room. Howdy. I heard I can see some fun entertainment down here, including yeah. a clown that's naughty. Balloon. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's right. But, uh, you know, if you're, if you're uh, going to do that, we got we want to make sure you got the, uh, you know, the stomach for it. We don't, we don't want to, mm. you know, anyone uh, having any, uh, uh, you know, hospital emergencies from you know having to deal with uh with, 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 with it intense. yeah it's intense yeah no i am a seasoned pro i'm talking i've been to tijuana and amsterdam uh, okay uh yeah, yeah. Uh, well yeah i mean that that's that's like i promise yeah. you <laughs> those are definitely definitely a couple of stops i would uh you know, recommend mm. people go to before uh, you know coming on down to Jacksonville, Florida, because this is a this is a bucking bronco down here. Let me Ooh, tell you. that's why yeah. I planned my stop here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna get, yeah, you're gonna get squeezed in more ways than you can think there are to be squeezed down oh. here. Oh, oh my, is that? <laughs> Is that a threat or a promise, Mister? Because well, you're mighty fast. Uh, no, yeah. well, listen, it's it what is that the handlebar uh, mustache. Yeah. Ooh, it's well, kind of like 
Tom Selleck mm-hmm. as Magnum P.I., but, like, right. he time-traveled. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, time-traveled out of the 80s into 2020. That's the... Uh, <laughs> I, I get that a lot. People, people yeah, they look at it and don't, don't stare too long at it. You know, that mustache. Mm. It'll, it'll take you places. Temp, 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 temper, temper, places, temporary. Mm. Yeah. Hey, okay. Yeah. So, You've got the stomach for it, you're saying, but I'm okay. But I'm oh, back. I got the stomach and more for it, babe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I can see that the way you've been knocking down that white <laughs> wine, red wine, and lager that you have before you there. Yeah, baby. Well, you know, I'm from New Jersey uh, ah. by way of Nashville, Tennessee. So you oh, combine those two. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was right. born in Tennessee. Now I live in Northern Jersey. So you uh-huh. put those two together, honey, right. and it's just like a firecracker dance. Good oh. time. Yeah, a little bit of uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit of gunpowder, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, I get, I get, I get that. I like it. Kaboom! <laughs> out, out, out back. Did you what did you say? Boom. I said kaboom. Oh, kaboom! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, out back. Listen, oh, I got to cut the chase. We got a gator out back here, um, and it is ferocious. And uh, you know, he's got really, he's got yeah. Oh, he's got angry teeth. He, it's, it, I mean, you know. Oh my God! Oh, in this bucket of fish, so I can feed him, right? Oh. Oh. I, I might rile him up. He's he's a, he's a tough customer. Let me tell you. Oh well, you I, well you like a guy big strong man. You'll help ah. defend me, oh. and then maybe make me a naughty balloon animal afterwards. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a there's a clown that we had come on down. Actually, oh, you're not the one. Oh well, no, well no, hey, no, the no. more the merrier in my book. Yeah, I say. I, mm-hmm. I, cause I had Ted. No. N- n- no, Sonny. His name is Sonny. I forget. His name is Sonny. He, he's my brother. He he sent, he sends clowns down here from time to time. Uh, yeah, that's how uh, he he'll he'll make you any kind of balloon animal you want. Now, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, the, uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, do you offer kind of sort of like a gator clown combo? Because I see a gator here. I know a gay a, a clown is on the premises. I would just yeah. love to see both at the same time. Oh, 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 oh right. Oh, that's that. Hey, you know what? That'll be a, that'll cost you because when you put those two together, it is it is it's a dangerous combination. It's like putting gunpowder and ignition together. You know, it it is it is a major thing. But I mean, I don't know. That's the lady wants. I can go. I can go <laughs> rustle that up. I love living on the edge. All right. I guess I guess it, it's your vacation. All right. I, I mean, that's what you want. I can get it. Get that for you. And then all of a sudden, we we see uh, the clown uh, kind of coming in, not ready to do the show by any means. He's walking in for shift, but you know he's still got to get it together. Oh boy! Right, mm. Here he comes. That was a wild day. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. That was. That was... Oh, hello! Oh. And I scurry over, all cute. Oh. oh my goodness! Are you the clown that makes the naughty balloon animals? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, sure. Uh, that's uh, that's what they tell me. <laughs> but I have ambitions, though. But yeah, I can do that too. <laughs> I love a clown with ambition. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, but there is 
there is uh, there is one animal I can't do, um, but that's my deep dark secret. But yeah, I I do I do that sort of thing. Well, my my my, I usually don't have grown men giving me their deep dark secrets upon oh. meeting. Oh, Ooh, well, I, mean, I love emotionally bonding oh. with random strangers. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, oh my. Well, uh, listen. And, you, and I love. By the way, I can tell you have the strong calves of a unicyclist, which is, you know, that's my main mode of transportation as well. <gasps> oh, my yeah. goodness. You are checking all the boxes off on my sheet, mister. There you go. Oh. I'll, freshen, I'll freshen up these wines and lagers for you there, ma'am. Oh, my, oh thank you. Appreciate it so much. Oh. Yeah. Well, I was wondering, uh, you know, maybe I could take in your show uh, simultaneously as the oh. Gator Show. Do you offer that kind of accommodation to a uh, lonely female traveler? I, I mean, I I could do that, but I do I do th- it is that is very dangerous. Okay, let me, oh. let me tell you, it's very bad. I mean, it could be a bigger catastrophe than the horrible climax of what I understand Anna Karenina to be about. <laughs> <laughs> you said the word climax. Ah! Uh, Sorry, it's yeah. been a lonely eight months, you know. It's a showbiz. Pardon me. It's a showbiz term. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Right. There. Here's the. I mean, yeah. Here's the check I got for you. All right, let's go outside. Oh, okay. This, yeah, yeah. It's a hot. It's a hot. Oh, it's hot and buggy. That's uh, that's Jacksonville, Florida, for you. <laughs> oh, I'm learning quickly. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Oh, so we have to go outside for this show. Okay. Well, let me just yeah. get me about. Let me pull out my parasol. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, just real quick, uh, I just gotta yeah. apply some SPF 75 okay. because we're here in Jacksonville, oh. Florida. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, let me get the deep. Let me get okay. deet. Mm-hmm. Do you need some deet? We we have complimentary deet, like um, <laughs> being expelled from you know the the well, the shower head things that are you know for for fires. We we that, that's oh what's my. going on the whole. Yeah 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 yeah. Wow. Ooh, that is. Yeah. I mean, that's borderline overkill. But hey, not my circus, not hey. my monkeys. All yeah, right. Well, then. Okay. Oh, Let me do this. Uh, I had right, ambitions. I'm ready. For, I had ambitions for the circus too, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Let's get. Let's head on out. <laughs> wait. 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 Pause. Yeah. I'm curious about your ambitions. Being a single, lonely lady, uh, I often crave emotional oh. bonding and connection. So you just tell yeah. me. You just oh. tell me, what are okay. your ambitions? Well, the thing is that I I was looking um, to get into the circus and, or something as a jumping off point to make a you know major motion picture in, involving space bogs with the, the gigantic genitalia and space combs with gigantic genitalia all performed. Imagine this with with balloons, by <sighs> balloons. Wow. Oh, my. Well, isn't this serendipitous? Ah, Listen, my my great uncle is a big time Hollywood producer. And um, 
I know, I know. And and get this, we went to oh. Burning Man together like two years Uh-oh. ago. It was his mm-hmm. first time. It was like my fourth. And it, it he had this just like life changing moment at the Burning Man when oh. you know I kind of shared with him my whole affinity to balloon culture. Uh-huh. And so and so uh-huh. he's actually been interested. Actually, he is kind of interested in making. Um, in his future filmmaking endeavors, a, a, um, a blockbuster centered around balloon oh. culture. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So I need you to make me a balloon penis oh. right now so I can tell okay. right now if I'm ready to invest into you and pass uh, you on to my great uncle or right. or if I'm dealing with somebody who just who's just in it oh. for the flash oh. and the bang. You know, I need no, somebody who has no. the passion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I got, I got the flash and the bang and the passion. I just need my suitcase that has the balloons in it. Where did I live? I left that out back here. Just gonna rummage around here, out, out back behind the, the building. Oh no! Oh no! The gator! He has my hand. The gator's oh, got oh. it. And he's like oh, dragging it into the swamp. Like the whole no. luggage. You see no. balloons actually out of like it's there's so many in the suitcase. Oh, like you see balloons peeking out, right? No. At, yeah. Or you know, the deflated part. Uh, into my the balloons. Water. My balloon oh. suitcase and my arm, no. Oh. Oh. No. This is the worst time of damn gators. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. I mean, I can, I need some sort of proof that I can that I can trust in you and your talent oh. and ability before I pass you oh. on to my great uncle in okay. Hollywood, I, land. Well, yeah. Listen, I mean, I'm only I'm in town for 24 hours. You better figure yeah. out something because then oh. I gotta go. Oh no! I mean, I'm, my arm was ripped off. This is a lot, it's a lot to deal with. Okay. Okay, well, okay, I oh, can do this. you let an arm being ripped off get in the way of your well, dreams? Um, I mean, I would like to recuperate a little bit. Okay, okay, I'll just go into the bathroom back inside. This is America. We don't allow any time yeah. to recuperate here. Right. Okay, you, yeah. need to just, you need to just pick up them bootstraps mm-hmm. with your one good hand. And yeah. and get it together, Mister, because you know I, Hollywood yeah. land it is important and big, and yeah. I can't pass along a second-rate clown who doesn't have the passion. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks doesn't allow the fact that he's old stop him from doing anything. So, yeah, That's right. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Or or mm-hmm. John Candy, wait, he doesn't let anything stop him. He's That's dead, right. Now but... you sit still. I'm gonna help cauterize this wound before oh you bleed God. out all over the place. All right? Oh. Okay. You're lucky I have a barbecue lighter and some hairspray. Oh. Here we go. Ah. Oh God. No. <laughs> we cut to like a week later. <laughs> okay. So oh. how you doing, sugar? How's that oh. arm? Oh. Uh. I mean, oh, it hurts. It hurts a lot, and it and, and every I wake up screaming, and I also have the phantom pain. So it's a pain in a limb that isn't even there. Oh my god! Well, I'm just so glad you're okay. I just wanted to give you this call real quick. You yeah. know, cause I had to. I had to keep moving. You know, yeah. I was driving down uh, uh, to Florida, but listen, I'm driving back up through. 
And I would have uh, thought oh, maybe no. I could meet up with you again in Jacksonville. And we could talk a little bit more about, you know, balloon culture, your goals. What do you uh, say, Suge? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the 95 is always open. That's how I kind of feel. And then it's like Batman, like, da 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 But, like, you know, it's like 95, like the sign. I don't know. Maybe you – do you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, okay. Okay, so oh, oh my God! Well, you just that's that that is just cleaning up real nice. I'm so glad I was able to use the cauterization methods I learned in Girl yeah. Scouts before they uh, went soft. Uh, you know, I, to help you, I'm really excited. Hey, listen, I've I've managed to figure out a way to and get this. I can make balloon animals out of condoms that are shaped <gasps> like penises. Because that's what they uh, had. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. You know, necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. And uh, you know, I appreciate your, your tenacity amidst mm-hmm. struggle. Yeah. And the and you know what? Sometimes a, oh, sometimes a broken condom is also the mother of a child in a sense. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Oh my! Well, I don't know what you. I, hey, you know, I'm not here to judge what you do off the clock. I'm I mean, just here to literally. judge what you do on the clock. You're you also know? not literally here because you're calling me as you're driving. Oh no, I'm here now. You know, because oh. I drove okay. up 95. Yeah. I, I tried to do it like a transition that was kind of like Batman, but with the I-95 oh. sign. Yeah, maybe oh. I didn't make that clear. Oh. It's cool. I'm here now in person. Oh, um, oh that's great. Uh, 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 so, uh, 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 um, yeah, so my uncle, I talked to him, you know, cause you know, we zoomed with him over Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Um, and I told him about, I knew some clown talent out of Jacksonville and uh-huh. he is real interested in, in like, in taking a meeting with you. Oh. All right. Well, you know, you tell him if he's got the condoms and I got the time. Oh my God! I think he'll be into it, especially because you're like a one-armed clown. Like that just is such a notch in the like diversity, equity, and inclusion belt, you know. So yeah. I, I feel like you know that'll really help. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, clown colleges, as colleges, are focused on sort of those things too. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> What a weird world. Yeah. That was the weirdest world. Holy hell. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know me. I love a weird world. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to. Oh, my gosh. You got to commit that it's weird. Oh, yeah. So, And that's why I like playing with you because you do commit to the weird. And, uh, you know, you extend it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah no yeah we did a great job yeah <laughs> I thought so um, yeah I, I thought so too uh, I, I I and I like when we can make the um I love I love one long scene but I also love when we can take it to different oh, locations yeah. and times and you know I was uh yeah yeah I was definitely for a while just doing one single long scene and at first when I started mm-hmm. these I was like that seems like it's hard to do. But then, mm-hmm. like, after I, like, it's also something you can kind of, like, fall into and kind of not mm-hmm. go, you know, get out of that box, too, which is 
surprising to me, I guess. Well, you know me, I love setting up a goal for myself. And I know the last time I was here, we did have one long scene that didn't go anywhere. So I <laughs> yeah, was hoping tonight would be one that jumped around a little bit more. So. Oh, it didn't go. It didn't go anywhere physically, but it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just the two of us interacting that last time, just yeah, yeah, yeah. like as if we were oh, actually yeah. like hanging out. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. They were yeah. talking about where the mattress. They were trying to share the, the mattress mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that was good. Cool. <laughs> uh, no, these yeah. are these are fun because it's so rare that you get to even play one on one for such a long scene. Yeah. And I think that is truly to me when you can do a one on one scene for a long time, you're you're good you're if you're you don't have to be great, but it means you're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, to me, great only applies to a limited few, but if if you can do two people long form, you're good. Yeah. So Yeah, I think it's definitely a benchmark of some kind, I I would guess. Mm-hmm. This is the only time um, I've ever done this has been here, actually. It feels like it, this is a safer attempt at it than, like, doing it in person in front of a crowd, you know? So I'm I'm happy for the yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I haven't done that. I'd love to try that. I haven't done that. Oh, yeah, we have yeah. two-person teams at my theater. And I always think to myself, like, oh, my God, that's so much pressure. Like, you're on pretty much the whole time. Yeah. And, uh you know, in my life, even I need breaks, <laughs> yeah. you know, I need a minute to like yeah. calm down. It's like to, to be in a two person team to me is, is I like it. Because, brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're, a, it's, yeah. I mean, there's, there's none of the, uh, like, uh, especially this is in, in well, it's gonna happen on it. bear, but like when there's so many people and it's like, mm-hmm. everyone's just trying to get something in there and it's like, Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, there is a certain point where you can do nothing and it doesn't, I mean, you know, yeah. everyone else will take care of it. Um, well, I've I had just, times where I'm yeah. just not as maybe active as I want to be. Um, yeah. There's none of that. So many people. Person. And, like, but yeah, yeah two person. Yeah. It's the uh, absolute polar opposite. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I love me a good four to five person group, you know? Yeah. Like you, you're kind of on every other scene, you know? Maybe yeah. you might do back to back, but oh, yeah. I, 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 back to back can exhaust you a little bit. That's why, you know, I try to, it's, I, it's a lot when I also try to, I also try to push just like the two, the, I think the two person scene is like the, is like the, like the atom of the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. it's like, like doing a monologue is different because you don't have to react to anyone else. But with two people, you yeah. have that, that you have that concept of that mm-hmm. other person's there. You're relying on that other person. Um, mm-hmm. But, at, but at the same, but at the same time, there's like, uh, what? I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's just, Oh yeah. There, there, it's one yeah. of the most demanding in my book. Um, setups, <clears throat> not setups, but like, you know, I've done four person nights. I've done, 10 person nights, you know, like who's on the stage Um, to me, two people to me is the pinnacle of like, you know, you bet, you know, if it's going to be funny, you know what I mean? Uh, It's, it's a lot of pressure to be funny and good and have that synco, whatever that sync with your partner. I I think the best two person groups I see, they get along as human, you know? Yeah. 
You can't force yeah. that. I think two-person scenes, it takes yeah. a certain chemistry between two people to make that happen work. I think it's also a little bit like you're like, hey, I want to hang out with those people a little bit. If, you know, like, I think that kind of makes it work. Like, they're ge- like they're genuinely, oh, those people are pretty cool with what they're doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that helps. That's why I come here. I like your style. And um, <laughs> I think if I didn't, I would never do these. <laughs> oh! I'm serious. This is a lot of, in my book, uh, a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. even if it's just us two, we're just, it's just us. We're not on a stage. And I think that's what makes it safe to do. But I've been to shows where it's two people in front of a, cr- a whole crowd. And I'm just like, Oh, whew, that's, that's, so, huh. that, I am so impressed when they can do that and be good. Like that hat tip. Eric, Eric does listen to these from time to time. He mm. sends me a, he sends, he'll send me messages about them. So he, so if okay. he's listening, you can at least envision that he's listening. Felix also um, mm-hmm. listens to this from time to time, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is I just, I, I don't, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I don't know how often that happens. I'm just like, I don't expect people do or whatever. But it's just, I love the idea. It's, 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 anytime I think you're on News Bear, you're kind of like, there could be a larger audience to this than the current people. I, I sometimes wonder, because like, honestly, I don't think we have a huge fan base out there. But sometimes, like, you see how the internet is. Random things catch on, and sometimes I, I secretly worry that one day this is discovered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and, like, yeah. and that, like, a lot of people, oh, my God, so many people would be so happy to be famous. And so, like, I have a kind of a healthy respect of and fear of fame. Yeah. Um, I totally I've experienced understand. it on a very small scale. And that's fine, but I couldn't even imagine dealing with it on a national scale. Like, that is very intimidating to me. Oh, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, that's why yeah. I, I, have a, I have a whole theory. I want to be famous for 15 minutes. Yeah. I just want 15. That's all I really – I don't need lifelong decades of fame. 15. And I would prefer it to be either for saving someone's life mm. or being a two-hit wonder. Ah. Of music? Mm-hmm. Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm not a musician. Let me preface. I'm not a musician. But the two-hit wonder is the best way to go in terms of music fame. Because, you know, everyone makes fun of a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you're bigger than two hits, it's like the more hits you have past two, the more famous mm. you are. Two-hit yeah. wonder, it's like you're, you get that street cred. And you'll likely, if you have the ambition to sell out medium to large clubs the rest of your life, but yeah. like you can go shopping and like live your life. <laughs> it, is Smash Mouth a two hit wonder? No, I think they had more. And plus they like had that three. whole, they, and it was layered with the Shrek yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. No, two hit, the, the band I always use as my example, Eve Six. Do you remember Eve Six? A Heart in a Blender? Yes! Oh my God! You're like one of the few. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the other song. Here's to the nights we da, da, da. I don't remember the whole words. Here's to tonight. Tomorrow's gonna come too soon. 
you're not registering this. I don't hear any no, don't, note of recognition. But most 80s and 90s kids do. So, because every time I use that example, they're like, what songs did Eve 6 do? And of course, the Blender song comes up first because everyone knows that one. And then when yeah. I sing that second one, they're like, oh shit, that's Eve 6. And I'm like, yes, because they're a two hit wonder band. But they're not so famous that you know exactly who they are immediately. No, no, no yeah. You know, you see what I mean? I would love, if I was to be famous, I would like to be famous in a very, like, <laughs> not huge way. But just enough that yeah. maybe, oh, maybe somebody will buy me a drink once in a while. Or maybe I'm just treated well. But, like, I don't need to make billions. I don't need the globe to recognize me. I don't, yeah. I don't need that. I value privacy big time. And so. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all that to say, I, like, I love Ooze Bear. It's a thrive. I just don't want it to go viral. <laughs> yeah. Which might not be the same well, opinion as others here, but that's mine. <laughs> well, I'm okay with, I mean, I'm okay with Uzbear being more popular. Like if there were like a bunch of people, mm-hmm. like more people, that'd be great. Like, Participants, uh, you know, yes. I guess I mean as a cultural thing. Yeah. Like if people right. were all of a sudden like, oh man, like you guys Wait, got for that like, next. Just, jam to come out i don't think that'll happen but then it turns out yeah like we're famous because we're the we're the ogs of it and stuff (laughs) we've been on it for all these months yeah yeah because because well because a lot of way in a way in in some ways what we're doing is completely like not pretentious or because if it does get exposed and and, and, you know and anticipates all this fame and stuff Uh from from our perspective we're kind of doing it i mean we are doing it just for the joy of it and and not sort of a if if it becomes a huge thing, you know, it, that changes it. Yeah. No, that's why like, I'm here purely for the joy of it. Like, I didn't sign up to get the money thing. Um, I was like, eh. First of all, it's probably not going to be that much. And second, like, I'm not here for that. Now, I mean, if it turned yeah. around and made millions, okay, maybe. But, like, I, I just don't. And I'm just not. That's not my motivation. My motivation yeah. is to have a good time improvising with other people who want to do I the think same. It, I think it's cool that um, Eric is doing that. I, I didn't sign up mm. for it either. And I, I think part of that was in, in the same kind of thought process is that like, I'm, I'm not doing this for money. I'm, um, mm-hmm. like, I, like it's art to me. And, yeah. um, I, I, one of my comics, I think it is like art, art can exist without capitalism is how mm-hmm. I like to think about it. And it's, and for sure, I don't know. That's just how I want to, th- think yeah. about it do yeah. you have ex- i don't know if you have this experience at my theater a lot of people love snl and they will watch it and discuss it and be and i'm not saying everybody at the theaters like this but there's definitely some and i feel like and like some of them will move to chicago and some of them will move to new york my whole goal ever since i discovered improv or not my whole goal but one of my goals um was i wanted to get my life together so that i could enjoy my hobbies I am trying not to monetize my hobbies because I feel like once yeah. you monetize them, the joy is gone. Yeah. Because then people want more, more, more. And, yeah. uh, you know, so I've always been like, look, I'm just trying to have a good time at home <laughs> and like not yeah. go move somewhere or be a touring stand up or be like, I'm just in it for the love of the game and, uh, yeah. and to learn and to grow as a performer. But I'm yeah. just terrified of putting any real life, like putting it all on the line to move to New York and like yeah. try to make it. Like I'm not, I'm too cynical, <laughs> yeah. cynical and realistic that, <laughs> where I'm like, ah, yeah. 
I need to pay my bills. <laughs> I need to. And besides that, like I said, once you monetize or do it all the time, because it's expected and you have a deadline, uh, I yeah. feel like that, at least for me, it takes the joy out of it. Yeah. So, I don't. Um, yeah. I mean, I felt the same thing with like the, the, the zines. Cause it's like, um, yeah, like, like trying to sell them. Like, I mean, I can, I can, I can print some zines up right now and I can go to a bookstore and they just give me money for them. They don't huh. like, like they buy them straight up from me. And I'm it's sure. like, I don't do that that as often as I should, because I'm not that interested in that happening. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, just need to, uh, some pocket change. <laughs> well, it's weird because it is, I have, you know, I have spent that money and, th- and been thinking like, this is money I earned from, from creating the zine. And I think that's cool. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh, it's, it's the thing of like, yeah, a lot, a lot of times with the zine, you give them to someone and you don't know the the reaction from it or people, you know, I don't, I don't get any feedback or whatever. And I'm like, I mean, there's places I can put them or give them away and all like all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. And I like to do that. But sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm more about it being like, this is something I've created and I like want people to look at it. And, and I, well, I like knowing that they've looked at it and they've, you know, like, I don't know. I like that kind of idea of being interacting with the audience of it. I hear you. Um, some comedy success. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw it. I have this um, music video I did um, for Gay Pride. Did I show you that? I think you did. White Nights. Yeah. Yeah, you were on the. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that has like a lot of people know it now in my life anyway because I've posted mm-hmm. it and people have seen it and like. I reposted it like two um a two year like since I made it, you know, and yeah. um that has been a very rewarding thing to to actually experience people's reactions to something that is so personal to my life and to my existence. Yeah. Like, you know, like I really put a lot into that video. Yeah. It's very like from my story and people around me. Um you know, and so, and I don't need to make billions off it, but I've loved that feedback, especially when I show it to other lesbians. Oh, that's like my favorite is when a new lesbian sees it in front of me. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> but I, I never yeah. bring it up. I always, it's always if somebody else brings it up because I'm also very bashful and I don't want to look like that douche who's like, <laughs> have you seen the video? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, uh, and I'm not saying yeah. everybody who's like that is like, that I'm not I mean I, I, I'm just not in it to make money I'm just in it to you know it was for a comedy show in Richmond for a bunch of a bunch of yeah queer people and uh you know yeah uh, but it's anyway hard. it was very rewarding to get that feedback uh, I, I I totally get uh why you would want that because it's great yeah <laughs> It's hard to it's hard to bring up stuff if you do want to show like with art and like mm-hmm. just show people and stuff. If you have a video or something, it's like uh, I've personally yeah. have already seen it. I would like you to watch it on your own and then come tell me what you think. Probably. Kinda, yeah. Oh, yeah. if they're not if they're not lesbians, I prefer that. I love watching lesbians react to it though because yeah. uh most of them are like holy shit. Like they're like very into it and and see a lot of themselves in it and that's oh man that's the best when it actually debuted because it was in a show and shown 
I just focused on all the women who I was perceiving to be lesbians uh, in the audience watching it. Like, uh-huh. I just, I really wanted that reaction because, you know, uh, it's like a drug watching the exact audience you made it for. <laughs> Watch yeah. it and appreciate it. Like, when I showed it to the cast, oh, top, oh, it was oh, such a high. Yeah. Because <laughs> especially uh, the women who were in it with it, me, they were like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see this. And I'm like, oh, my oh. God, you're going to love it. And, like, they did. And it was great. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Not awesome. about that's me. Exa- there yeah. is that thrill. There is that thrill. Like, there's like, it's like nothing else when it's like, like it's some creative thing, you know, yeah. that you've made. And it, uh, For sure. And Yeah. I don't know. It's the best. What it is. It's the best. How is there a term for that? Um, uh, we talked about some people already, right? Yeah. Did oh, we? man. Uh, I, I, uh, let me think. Uh, uh, I, I would love to shout out. Uh, I really like that Adam's been showing up. I think Adam's yeah. very fun to play with in the noob squad. Rory yeah. is also very funny. Um, and I'm very glad she uh, found us as well. Um. But I mean, anybody who's been playing on here for a while, I appreciate something that they do. You know, like I said earlier, over time you learn or watch people grow. Like, some people like have really grown over this time and shown um, that they've, you know, they're trying and learning and doing. And I I love that. And uh, yeah. So I'm happy to be here because everyone, I think, wants that for everybody here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I think anyone mm-hmm. who's been here for like, how long? Like a year and a half or something like that? I started here in April 20. I, I was here April 2020. That is a year and we're in November. Yeah. I didn't really, I started April, but I didn't really start really getting into it until like late summer <laughs> is when I really started showing up like. <laughs> Every jam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like a year and a half uh, ish. I think if you're on if you're on here like a year and a half and you're going to most of the jams, like you definitely have like like it, you develop in in some ways. I think mm-hmm. it's definitely true. Like, but I, wish I don't know. Our old, yeah, no, and I, and then I always hope somebody from the past will come back. Where are you, Derek? Uh, yeah. Where's love Derek? You, Derek. Yeah. Remember Script Wizard? Script Wizard! Oh, yeah. So funny. Right? She showed up like five times and then never again. She always used anthropomorphic Uh. (laughs) in her scenes. Uh, Mavian, always. Yeah, Mavian. I will always jam with Mavian. She's so great. Uh, There's people people I've had on here that I'm like, oh, man. like Where'd they go? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I know I'm missing people. Uh, let me look at like your Locarno. Oh, Locarno, right? Yeah. Such such good Ruth? play out of him. Ruth. Where's Ruth? You know, um, um, who is that is... dude? Demi Ty... Pixel. Where's Demi Pixel? Yeah. Oh yeah, Demi Pixel. <laughs> Demi Pixel. Yeah. Yeah. Demi mm-hmm. Pixel's been the only one who's got me to improvise right away on this. Like, I'm pretty sure <gasps> is what happened. I Demi I Pixel considered was. it. I considered yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I shut someone down before. I've shut someone down. I was like, we're going to yeah. let's talk. Yeah. I was like, hey, let's talk first. But, but then Demi yeah. Pixel was the second person to try it. I, I let Demi Pixel get away with it. Mm. No, but uh, I'm big fans of a lot of the people. I'm fans of everyone here who's been here for a long time. 
and I'm always yeah. happy to see them when they sign on. And I hope we can just keep playing with each other, you know, yeah. um, as long as can be, you know. I'm just so I'm very thankful for this platform, especially over the pandemic. Yeah. You know, have you been doing the thing where like you talk with improvisers who haven't been playing in months and you're like, well, actually, <laughs> um, I've been playing this whole time. Uh, yeah. It's bat online with people from yeah. all over the world. And people are always like, what? Yeah. And, but then they never try to join in. So I, you know, who yeah. knows? I'm not trying to force it. I believe yeah. there should I be a that, participant. Yeah. Yeah. I find that interesting. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty much like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I want to do as much improv as, as I can for some reason. I don't know why I just, I enjoy it. I want to get good at it. Um, but like, yeah. So I, t- I want to take every opportunity that I have. And when I'm, I'm amazed that people hear about opportunities and then kind of don't mm-hmm. take advantage of them um, because it is well, a little guilty. bit of a, uh, yeah. I haven't been doing stuff in person. Like I've been to shows, um, because I think it's just as important to watch improv as to do it. Um, yeah. So I've been watching, but I haven't had the um pow to like commit to full in person. But that's just because, uh, you know, life, pandemic, energy yeah. points, like multiple projects. Like I, I don't just do improv. It's just one of my loves. I, you know, yeah. have other stuff I do. You know, ah. you hear me talking about burns all the time. Like I help yeah. good ones. Um, I love camping with my friends. I love getting into adventures. So, like, I can't improv as much as creative me would like. But, again, that's why I'm so glad for this platform. At least, at le- I know at least every Monday. I'm going to yeah. at least, like, I'm happy with once a week, you know. It, it, it helps my soul smile. <laughs> so. None of, uh, those are the other stuff you're into. You got anything to plug? Anything other- to plug. Yeah. Wow. Well, I just finished a bunch of library programs, so can't plug those. I do have some tween and teen sessions coming up in February. Uh, if you are <laughs> all interested in attending, uh, uh-huh. I just got to go to my library website and register. Let you figure that out. Um, yeah. I'm not going to plug that here because that's for kids. Uh, I mean, with details. Um, I have nothing other than that. Uh, putting up Christmas lights on Friday. So if you're interested in seeing a tasteful <laughs> display of Christmas lights, um, PM me for the address. Um, also, um, yeah, going to be making some turkey tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I already made the pies today. Do a chocolate cream pie around here for Thanksgiving. Um, so I'll be doing that tomorrow for anyone's game for some for some turkey. Mm. Um, we go with just the breast, not the full bird, because why torture yourself with all that extra work when you don't need that much turkey? Yeah, I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> do you all not do turkey? Tomorrow? I've never made it. I've never cooked it. Oh, do you all go to like a family's house that uh, does that? Uh, we're going to Rachel's mom's house and there we go. Uh, mm-hmm. whatever yeah she's gonna do that stuff i think rachel might have might make something before we go but I, yeah yeah i kind of yeah i was kind of like yeah, i'm not you know no one asks me to do anything so i don't volunteer so gotcha <laughs> gotcha uh 
you know, I figure once I'm not, you know, if I'm older, I'm like, I'll just get a turkey sub. I don't give a shit. But I feel like I can crash someone's yeah. Thanksgiving, possibly, if I put the word, like, you know, and later in life, it's just me. I'll, like, I'll just put the word out, like, yo, anybody need a crazy on at the table? Wink. Oh, yeah. I got you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll bring I, it to I, like- I will help clean. Like, I, I have no problem with it. Just, yeah. One bird for when one I- is not good enough. Yeah. I mean, when I moved out here, I went to like a Friendsgiving, which is a neat kind of experience mm-hmm. where, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's different. That was different for me. It's like, yeah, like, you no, know, it's not, not of the family and it's, you know, it's, yeah. you know, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. I'm going to one on Friday. It's a leftovers a- Friendsgiving. So everyone yeah. brings leftovers or make something for the party, which I think is great. So, yep, I love Friendsgivings, man, because I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think somebody described Thanksgiving to me once, and I really appreciated it. They were like, it's the holiday where you're not expected to go shopping. You don't have to decorate, really. Uh, you just, the big expectation is you make a big-ass meal, and you eat yeah. it with your family. You enjoy time together, and that is a great holiday to celebrate. And I was like, "Yeah, all right, because, like, you know, people get hung up on the whole, like, cultural origin story and subsequent everything and and i'm not saying that's not valid that's not at all what i'm saying but i liked how this friend described it it had nothing to do with that it was like you just it's it's a holiday to make you fucking take a minute and appreciate what's around you and that's beautiful and i and i've I've, it kind of changed my view on thanksgiving like i kind of was like you know what hell yeah thanksgiving and that's why i've gotten more defensive over time over christmas starting up in October, because I, I love Halloween, like, whoa. And yeah. then you got to mess that up. And Thanksgiving, like, come on, Christmas. Like, start on Black Friday and then go crazy. But, like, until then, like, let the other holidays have their due. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, especially the, the music. I appreciate having variety of music throughout the year as opposed to having one focused holiday music for mm-hmm. many months. Uh. Now granted, there's no Thanksgiving jams really. And let's and the uh, the the Halloween options are limited. But I don't need to hear Christmas music for two and a half fucking months. Like it's just it's yeah. too much. My thing is like bombard the hell out of me from Black Friday on. I don't you know, I don't even care if it lasts till New Year's. I'm fine with that. Uh but then I, that that's it. Like I, I I'm good. <laughs> Monster mash. Monster mash. Monster mash is the Halloween jam. It is. That and like um, uh, anything from oh, Thriller. thriller. Yeah, Thriller. Uh, anything from Rocky Horror. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Nightmare on My Street featuring the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh. You know, about Freddy. Remember that song? Scared the hell out of me as a kid. No? Is that is that's that's it's Fresh Prince's rap about Freddy? It, it, it really Nightmare on thought, My Street. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was uh, I thought um uh Run DMC had had one like that. Nah, Freddy it was Kruger. DJ Dazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, <laughs> and like they rap the whole time, and it's about Freddy, and then at the end, Freddy actually cameos in the song. Because he's killing 
jazz, I believe, is what's happening. Because, like, Will wraps most of it, and then he calls Jazz to warn him about Freddy, but Freddy's already there, and he kills him. Spoiler. Um, but that scared the, the crap out of me as a kid, that song. Because <laughs> oh, oh, of Freddy, it's very scary. And uh, Thriller, too, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. Thriller was also very... But it was more scary visually. The What about the the the, the, the Fresh Prince ones? Uh, free, scared because, like, he calls his friend, but his friend's already, like, in Freddy's clutches. And it was all audio only, um, from my experience of the song. And that, yeah, I guess, oh, to tie back into visualization, I guess, is like, I guess the lack of, or the lack of an actual, like, I never watched the video. It was just the audio. And that scared the freaking bejesus out of me as a kid. <laughs> so, uh, it's just, I don't yeah. know. Go listen to it. You'll hear what I mean. That ending got me every time. My brother would, well, this, I should also include that my brother would play this in the dark. Like in my room to scare me, because <laughs> he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. So that also oh, factored it, and I was like five six, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah go leave a listen. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> so. I'm going to for one thing. <laughs> this is not the that. There's this other Freddy Krueger rap song called Are You Ready for Freddy by the Fat Boys, which is, I had listened to that one a little while ago. There's another, there's two rap Freddy Krueger songs, Interesting. which is like ridiculous. Offshoot from that, the Adams Family rap from MC Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. That one, I know, yeah. I know the chorus by heart. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was they kick- a tween when it came popular. Yeah. Right. They they kick and they punch a friend or, or yeah. something like that. That's they do so what weird. they want to do, say what they want to say, live how they want to live, play how they want to play, dance how they want to dance, kick and they slap a friend. Adam family. Kick and they slap a friend is the yeah. is the thing I have a question about because what does that mean? The like mamushka, they kick and they dude. slap. The mamushka. Oh. Yeah. 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 Because they're kicking and slapping oh. during the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Adam family. Adam family. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that oh song. <laughs> I love that I just clarified that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I was wondering about why that part people for come so to like, Steve's spotlight. <laughs> this is why people people come to Steve's spotlight to see these breaking yeah. moments Car- happening. Clarify live. this. Clarify mm-hmm. this Adam's family lyric that I've known for a long time. <laughs> oh hey. Okay. Yeah. D, listen, um, I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast. This was super fun. Um, let's see. Agreed. I appre- like I appreciate all of your characters and how you just go into your character right away. Um, I think I really enjoyed all the improv we did tonight. We went into a really weird places and I thought that it was fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, we moved around in different places and we all did characters, which I think is great. I love your energy and your perspective on things in general, not just improv, but like... Not, I don't want to say life, but something like that. Ah, um, life. Let's just ah, sum it up easily. Et cetera, et cetera, et yeah. cetera. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I always have fun when you're on. I always look forward to, to chatting with you. And I'm glad you came on again. And definitely, you know, don't wake, wait 80 months, eight months, six <laughs> months until next time. Well, you know, I just keep coming back here, Steve, because I'm a glutton for punishment. You know, I just 
you know, I just come back because it's just so terrible to be here. Oh. And, you know, that's kind of my kink, you know. It's like oh. I, I like a little bit of abuse, you know. Mm. So that's why I keep returning. So don't don't look on it warmly, okay? I'm oh. leaving here with a broken heart and a bruised oh. backside, you know. Oh. I just, I just, I can't take it anymore, Steve. I can't oh. take your compliments and your good-ass improv and your in-depth oh. conversations where we mm. learn a little bit more on either side. Now I'm oh. done with it. I'm out of here. You just oh. take it and shove it up your turkey bird tomorrow. I'm oh. out of here. 